0: We were talking about uh, about the bachelorette party, the, the, the bane of the comedy uh, thing. But I had a group of women in Sioux City? Sioux Falls? I can't remember which one. But um, came in late, sat in, took over the whole show, just wouldn't shut up, you know. And, and I do my stock lines about quieting people down and they're not gonna, and they're gonna make it all about themselves the whole night. And, and uh, it got to the point where the crowd's like going, you know, Kick them out and stuff. And then finally, like, I have this rage that I don't love or I'm proud of, but, you know, it's there. And so, so finally I go, okay, you want the show to be about you? You know, and it's like, Wah. and I really don't know what I'm saying during that. I'm serious. It's just like, you know, and Sanger, just pure, pure, rage, rage. pure, yeah. And so I stop because the crowd's cheering because by the way, like a comedy club, <laughs> people love. Tension. They love conflict. You know what I mean? A, a bar is never empty because you he said, "Hey, two guys are getting along in the parking lot. Let's watch." So, so the crowd's cheering, and then I go back and I start doing my act, and all of a sudden, one of the women in the middle of the group stands up and she's sobbing and she goes, "I'm not a whore. It's my birthday." Oh my gosh <laughs> Because apparently, oh. in the middle of the diatribe. <laughs>
1: I called her a whore and I don't remember it. Wow. I'm not a whore. It's my birthday.
0: That's a good t-shirt. Maybe that'll be my, uh, <laughs> that's going to be my get or done. That's going to be my, <laughs> I'll be selling them after <laughs> shows. <sighs> uh, you get the, I'm uh, not a whore. It's my birthday. I show. I'll hold the t-shirt up at the end of my set. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is bizarre how many people that think that they have like some license to be a cunt because it's their birthday.
2: Well, just it's just in, so weird just It's general. my birthday
1: weekend too oh, it's, not
2: just really? the whole, it's not just one day anymore yeah. It's like the whole week And wow. guys do it also Like I saw a guy the other day It was his birthday And I'm like when's your birthday I don't want to say who the comic is And he's just like oh it was Wednesday And I'm like you're telling everyone to buy you shots It's Friday Your birthday was two
1: days ago You're a grown man What the hell <laughs> is we- wrong with you? How <laughs> weird is it to get super excited A about your birthday But B about like the days around it Like right." Your birthday weekend? Well. <laughs> what the fuck?
0: I had a birthday Saturday, and uh, that was. Uh, it's depressing. I, I turned fifty, but everybody always thinks I'm a lot older, right? They always think because uh, I look. I know. I know. I'm not aging gracefully, but people always <laughs> think I'm a lot older. But I got on Letterman when I was twenty.
1: Wow! So crazy. I've been
0: doing this for a long time. Yeah. Boston. Uh, Boston, by way, but I also started like in Syracuse, and then and then and then I moved to Boston when I was like eighteen. You were a part of that
1: that crazy time period of Boston comedy. Boston comedy, like if you look back at all the the great comedians, that came out of that that one town. I mean, yeah, it's really mean, incredible. During, Stephen like, Wright and Jay Leno and. You know, I mean, there's so many guys. Lenny Clark. There were so many great guys that came out of Boston.
0: When I was there, it was it was Steve Wright and uh, Paula Poundstone, and well, a lot of guys are still there, like Tony V and Barry Krim. Kenny Rogers, Kenny Rogerson, and uh, Mike Donovan. Sweeney, yeah, all those guys. Uh, it was a really, really, really crazy part, uh, but I didn't realize it. That, I guess
1: it wasn't that crazy in other cities. It, it must have been, right? I don't know. I mean, I think that was. The, I think that spot, your spot in the '80s, was it like it was like early '80s? It's yeah, like '80. Yeah, that was like the. I think that was like the best spot ever in the country. I don't think there's ever been that many great comedians that came out of one spot. But but it was a lot also, of them that people don't even know about.
0: But the majority of the comedy clubs at that time in Boston, were kind of ran and booked by the comics. So that's yeah. why. And, like, if you were derivative of someone else, you would get kind of iced out of the scene and stuff. So,
1: you, Yeah, you, you're, you had a really original group. It was a very yeah. original group.
0: But it was really insane. I remember being, like, with, uh, I don't know. if Well, he would tell a story like this. But I remember, like... I don't drink or, or take drugs, and people don't know that because I always seem like I'm, I'm <laughs> fucked up anyways, you know? but You don't do anything? No, yet? no, and I haven't since I was 19. Wow, wow. so yeah, yeah. all
1: those crazy performances that you did, yeah. you were completely stone sober. Yeah, yeah. That makes them ever more impressive and frightening. at the Well, same time. Oh, is, but you know what
0: kind of, I think it's weird, is like people will blame drugs for that stuff, and it's like when you're on drugs, you don't scream and run around. <laughs> do you know I mean? What kind of <laughs> drugs are you on? Like, uh, you know what, what makes you do that you know what I mean? uh but yeah but i think like uh like really straight people uh assume that that's what happens when you're on drugs you know what i mean
1: right that's funny yeah you're like a fake drugged out guy yeah like when,
0: like, like like when like when charlie sheen was having his manic episodes instead of feeling bad for the guy everybody was like going oh, he's on drugs, you know, that. that's, that's someone who's a, a huge nerd that's never done drugs, saying right. that he's on drugs, you know. It's like when you're on drugs, you don't go, I need a press conference, you know. When you're on drugs, you stay in, the, you're in the closet thinking yeah. black helicopters are flying you're over. You're hiding
1: under the couch.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're having bad experiences on drugs, I think that's why people don't think I'm, sober either because i'm not one of these annoying people that thinks people shouldn't be on drugs you know i i I, you know i'm not against them i i just uh i blew it you know i mean but i i i feel uncomfortable around people who don't drink or take drugs
3: that's funny you
0: know what i mean like well i think that's part of growing up doing comedy where i did too or the the life i grew up as a kid but i i remember being in boston and this is when i still did drink and uh doing drugs Uh, i was doing uh I remember that I, I i'm embarrassed to say i was doing coke because coke is so, so douchey you know what I mean, <laughs> it's the axe cologne of drugs you know it's like yeah and 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 it was like four thirty five in the morning maybe even earlier it was earlier because what we had uh what we had done is had all the windows at the dingho uh cardboard boxes so people so the light couldn't come in and it's just like all these comics drinking and partying and it's like the door swings open. What time was it? it? It's what time? You mean the, yeah. in the day? You mean yeah. It? Yeah, it was like morning because when the door swung open, all the sunlight poured in and these cops, like f- backlit, filled the door. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm going to jail. And then the cops are like, Lenny! When are you fucking prick? How are you? <laughs> 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 the
1: cops were friends, and Clark.
0: And they just sat down and started drinking and partying with us.
1: Oh, that's hilarious! I remember, and I was
0: like eighteen years old. I'm going, I'm going to jail. Oh, this is yeah, this is my scene in Blow. <laughs> the, yeah, this is the best <laughs> scene ever. Well, you know what's funny? When I was in Blow, uh, the night before, I I had some sort of cold, and I and I couldn't feel my nose, and I was like, oh, this is what it was like to do coke, you know? I, I, I you know, so I ad libbed the line in this movie. Uh, what was the wig budget on this movie? <laughs> I, 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 I had libbed the line, uh, I can't feel my face, which, uh. Yes? It was, uh. It's very. 150? Uh, Fuck me running. 160? Jesus Christ. 170, 180, 100.
3: 187.
0: Where did you get this stuff? Columbia. Columbia. Oh, uh well, Do you mind if I do a line? Yeah,
3: go ahead Fuck it, let's all do one
2: <laughs> Can you imagine doing coke with pee-wee?
0: It was, uh <laughs> We're doing baby laxative here
2: Oh, really? Yeah So I, you just shit a lot What did I tell you, Derek?
0: I shat a willow tree It's and... great,
2: uh but what am I supposed to do with all this? Sell it. Jesus Christ, George. I don't see you in two years and you show up at my fucking door with 110 pounds a blow? Just fucking sell it, Derek. All right. But it's going to take me a year.
0: I can't feel my face. (laughs) I mean, I can touch it, but I can't feel it inside. (laughs) (laughs) So, So that's the scene. I actually... Uh, You know, uh, when I said, where did you get this? Uh, Johnny Depp actually added, libbed a funny line. He goes, my dentist. But (laughs) it it was funny because he turns out he's a very funny guy. But I did say this when I was filming that scene. And it became in my stand-up. I hate to be corny and do a a story from my stand-up, but it is true. Uh, I I, I didn't really know those guys that well at all. And and, uh, I go, is anybody in this scene not on probation? (laughs) (laughs) And Johnny Depp's like, what did you do? I go, I set the Tonight Show on fire. And he's like, yeah, why'd you do that? I go, I don't know. I thought it was funny. And then I'm like, you smashed up that hotel he goes yeah i go were you drunk and johnny depp is funny he goes in my defense the hotel room made the first move (laughs) (laughs) and this is a true story because then i look over at paul rubens and he's just trying to ignore the conversation it wasn't like hey yeah i rubbed one out
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is a weird rock and roll thing to trash the hotel room yeah yeah but i mean have accountants pay for it all
0: but but I've always felt like during there was a period where I was trashing television shows, you know, and, and it was just I had the same kind of frustration and rage. And I thought, well, if I do it at a Holiday Inn, you know, big deal. Why don't I do it on a TV show? That's kind of funny, at least. Yeah. I know that makes no sense to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at me like, why?
1: Well, you I, look I, like the RCA
0: Victor dog
1: I, just I, then staring I, at me. I mean, I kind of see your point, <laughs> but I don't, I mean, I don't see the point uh, of doing hotel rooms. I've never understood it just smashing yeah. shit and like what are you doing that's but just out of boredom hitting but in the room oh, but it's so stupid to me it's just but, so childish
0: well for me I couldn't do that because I'd be afraid of waking up people next door <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Like I have no problems setting the
1: Tonight you still Show on to fire, rude.
0: or or yeah, or smashing up the Arsenio Hall show. But the idea of, of I don't want to put somebody else out. Did you
1: you smashed Arsenio Hall shows too? What did you do there? Yeah,
0: way crazier than the Tonight Show. Really? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he got fired, you know, because of uh, they put Chevy Chase on in seventy markets in front of him. So Paramount kind of fucked him over. So uh, I went out and I said. Uh, are you really quitting is like the week or two before. And he goes, yeah. And I go, well, let's not make it easy on them, you know? So I, I spray painted Paramount sucks on the backdrop (laughs) big letters. (laughs) And then I, uh, I started throwing the couches into the audience and the crowd was going crazy. Oh, and then I remember I took a television set monitor and, and just threw it and then put my, uh, put my work boots through the back of it.
1: Jesus Christ, which is
0: way more expensive than anything I did on the Tonight <clears> Show, <throat> but yeah. So then they they like tell Arsenio like get him, and so he wrestles me down, and as he's got me on the ground, he goes, "Thank you, man." What?
3: <laughs> well, because it, it was
0: such a colossal fuck you, and then like you know, a week <sighs> later, Jay had booked me on the Tonight Show, you know, which because and he, he came in the dressing room and he's like, you know, don't don't smash up too much stuff, <laughs> you know, because. Because they were hoping that I'd do something fucked up. Now I'm not blaming them. I mean, I was an asshole. But you when felt I said... like
1: that was a bit of the green light.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I knew that I was on there to do something screwy. But <laughs> but uh, you know what? What made it arson was that I actually had the uh, this uh, lighter, uh, a barbecue lighter, taped to my wrist. Like I was like, <laughs>
1: like, that's what made it arson.
0: Yeah, because it meant that it was uh, predetermined. Yeah, exactly. Yeah it was like uh in taxi Driver, did you know you, the
1: do you didn't worry about doing were you worried when you did that <laughs> lighting what? things on fire
0: no i mean because i knew it would burn clean and the lighter fluid and stuff and then i also had a buddy i said you know stand next to this fire extinguisher if it gets out of control but but you know uh <laughs> i i don't mean to make this my hook because i've talked about it on, on other podcasts. but but i guess it's good to clean clear the air you know right but um I don't know. People think like I was banned from the tonight show, but they had me on immediately right after. Wow. And it was you know what was weird what was weird was see, it is a lot bigger than I always try to make it. I go oh, it's just the little fire. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well that's because I'm squirting lighter oh. fluid right there.
3: <laughs>
0: why 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 did you do that? <laughs> i love that i've i've listened to this show to get ready <laughs> and this is you're like speechless twice now you're just looking at
1: why, why? i just, i mean i could, i why? guess you're pissed off
0: but i mean i guess you know what it is you're 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 um i don't know i mean you're i think maybe you're too hippie you know what i mean i think it's funny you know you're the, the mixed martial artist guy and and i've got more rage which is really weird
1: uh, it's probably just because I exercise it. So you get I, it all out. Yeah, I get it all out physically. So you don't... What about like on stage? Do you ever snap? Very rarely. I mean, I, if I do, I it's f- for fun. And I don't... <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you I'm mean? Just, like a like ski shooting? Yeah, no, it's like... Boom <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's like part of what... You know, to <laughs> shut someone up, you have to get into a rage. Mm-hmm. But am I actually enraged? No, I'm just doing what I have to do to keep the show rolling.
0: Yeah. Well, I got I, just, I s- feel
1: more pity for... People like that than anything at this point. What, know? like a heckler? Yeah, hecklers. Just anyone who just, you know, completely over, over anxious to get attention, just obnoxious, moronic. I, I feel bad for them. I feel bad that, that people are at that stage in their life where they're just so fucking stupid they want to yell out in the middle of a show and interrupt. But and what
0: about when it's like when, when look, when they do that and they, and they make it so you can't do your act.
1: Then you have to go after them right I try not to be actually angry though yeah if that makes any sense you know no
0: I understand it's like what I was saying like that rage it's like a switch it's yeah. like a it's like a tool that I have that I'm not proud of but yeah. like, unfortunately. It doesn't really boil up in my real life. I do think people think that I uh, might be out of control in the rest
1: of my life, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I don't think I am. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Well, you seem very friendly. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think of you as a guy that would be like, filled with rage. I no. think of you as a guy who probably would have rage if you felt like someone was fucking with you.
0: Yeah, and 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 it's corny and played out. And I I, I really don't uh, have any patience for bullying, which which I hate that term now. Like people use it, it's so uh, it doesn't mean the same thing. But but yeah, You're I don't right. I don't <laughs> like bullies. Bullies uh, ever since I was a little boy, you know. But if you think that the world should be uh, a, a just place, you do spin out a lot, you know. I mean, so I mean, you know, I. I I don't know. I think, and I don't actually, I'm not helping my case uh because we talked a little bit about my new movie. Uh, if people see that, they think I'm, I'm angry too, you know. it's Okay, so spoiler alert, maybe a baby does get shot in the first two minutes. But, oh,
1: but
3: Jesus.
0: It's, look, it's not a real baby, Joe. It's just a baby. It's it's I know, but baby. that's, a.
1: I mean, seeing a baby get shot, whoa, that is intense. Well,
0: in my defense, that baby was an asshole. No, it, it's a baby, it's a, Oh well, there's the trailer, but the, I think someone's posted the clip yeah. of the Baby do you know shot? brian
1: holtzman no stand-up comic Mm-mm. he's one of these guys that is probably one of the funniest guys ever but for whatever reason <laughs> he can never get it together enough to right. get like a career in stand up when susan smith drowned her kids he came into the comedy store and he goes i heard those were bad kids <laughs> he goes i heard they sat that close to the television They never put away their blocks they're constantly <laughs> spilling those milk the kids will not be missed it was, everybody was like, holy shit. And if you see him, he's like this really big, intense guy with slick back hair. And, you know, he stands right in front of the mic. It was one of the funniest fucking things I ever saw anybody say.
0: Now, do you think he he means that? No, no. Yeah, it's just a character because Because I've done that where I've gone over the line and I've said things that I don't believe. And it made me feel bad later. Yeah. Like, I I opened for Nirvana. and uh, Wow. And I know comics are always like, oh, you know, getting heckled and stuff. You know, I mean, I got hit with teenagers. They would successfully throw people from the pit and hit me. And and, I had M-80s going off around me. Oh, my God. And I get hit with Bibles a lot, too, which was weird whoa wow yeah and so boots and stuff so i learned like the i learned like the serpentine you know i mean i would just go back how many times did you open for that? i did i think like 16 17 shows
3: wow and every
0: once in a while i would go okay which was weird you know but i was more comfortable when it was horrible I know that sounds weird, but that was my... That felt right to me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He felt like that's what he deserved. No, I just thought like, it was kind mean? of funny. You know, like, when you get laughs, that means the crowd likes you. When you get, like, rage, that means you have all of their attention. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, Robin Williams is my good friend, right? And Robin... You know, he goes on stage and people love him and, and then I would go on after him when we do sets and and, and, and and in a weird way it meant more for me for people to go, oh, Robin Williams showed up last night. Yeah, and then Bobcat Goldthwait was there. Do you know what that fucking asshole said? <laughs> you know, like, like, in a weird way that meant more to me, you know. It, his form of neuroses is way more lucrative, you know. <laughs> mine telling people to fuck off isn't as lucrative, but... uh but, yeah, so I was opening for Nirvana in Chicago, and Michael Jordan had retired from basketball. And I, and I went, hey, Chicago. And by the way, they hated me to begin with. But I go, hey, Chicago, I feel bad, but, you know, for $40 million a year, I'd shoot my own dad in the fucking head, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> and there was a noise that wasn't even, like, a oh. boo. It was just, Dah! like, like <sighs> fuck you, and, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had that sampled.
1: It was the best noise ever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, uh, did and, you
1: what did you think at that moment when you heard I that noise I of of thought it was
0: funny You know But, but I did you know i don't have a beef with michael jordan i felt bad i mean even though because people just because they're super famous doesn't mean they're still not human so i did right. i go why would i do that but you know so you live and you learn it's baby steps but uh <laughs> and the only person laughing that night really was i remember walking by kurt behind the amp and he goes i can't believe you said that <laughs> But yeah, I had uh, met uh, Nirvana. I met Kurt uh, before they broke. He was a fan of mine and wanted to interview me, so he interviewed me at a college radio station in Ann Arbor. I know that blows people's minds. It's wow. like finding out that like uh, Jimi Hendrix really loved Buddy Hackett or something. But but, but uh, yeah. I bet he did. So he, I bet <laughs> but he did. You know, Who yeah? did? I love that talking duck movie. It <laughs> <laughs> blew my mind.
1: Wow. That's pretty fucking cool. So yes, yeah, so
0: I toured in the open form. I repelled a nude from the roof of the Oakland Coliseum on New Year's when the with them because they were playing there and uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> did, are you, did
2: you meet Courtney? Were you around Courtney a yeah, lot? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Did you see their relationship?
3: Yeah,
0: I mean, the, what I saw actually, I don't have any uh, any good dirt for people. They they seem to like each other. I'm not, you know, I. I uh, uh, you know, I, I think people. You know, I, I. You know, people get involved in all this crazy conspiracy stuff and all that stuff. I think what happens with some things, and I, and I know where I am when I'm talking about crazy conspiracy. But sometimes I think like <laughs> huge tragedies happen, and people can't justify them, so they have to make up some other thing. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes it's 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 just. Um, you know, I I, 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 you know, Kurt was a really sweet guy, but he certainly was a, a manic depressive. And, and I almost think like, again, when we were talking about drugs earlier, people were talking about drugs. It's like like that killed him. It's like, well, that didn't really kill him. You know, he he, he had some in his system when he died, but he, he, he cleaned up enough to commit suicide. You know, there's some wow. people that are chemically imbalanced or there's some people that are prone to suicide. And I think blaming drugs is really lazy, you know.
1: Well, it certainly upsets the balance, though, right? I mean, I, I it's had It's weird. A a <clears throat> I'm
0: 30 years sober, and I'm saying this, but, but you know, I, I, I think it's just easy to blame drugs.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, it's, it's a personal choice, right? I mean, to get, to get addicted in the first place.
0: Yeah, but I don't think all addictions— <clears throat> I, I, Look, I don't think um, heroin kills. I think running out of heroin kills.
1: <laughs> so what does heroin do Just you know not good it's, but it's, whatever well
0: i look the only time i've been high high in the past 30 years i had back surgery and i was on dilaudid and uh I'll tell you what, uh, I, I certainly didn't have any suicidal thoughts that fucking week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, like? it was beautiful. Was right? it beautiful? <laughs> yeah, it was really...
1: I'm not going to lie. And it's essentially it, like an opium-like yeah, experience. Yeah, it's my really,
0: my wife wow. came home, and I was crying watching Lifetime. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I've never told this story. Oh, my God. And I'm just God. sobbing, going...
3: <laughs> 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 and
0: I'm watching a Lifetime show. Uh, uh, Marky Post, is they're going to take away your son. And... and uh, <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> and my wife goes, You don't get any more delighted. <laughs> I was just crying.
1: Oh, uh, that's that sounds awesome. That would have been great yeah. to videotape that. Yeah. <laughs> no songs. wonder why people like those fucking pills, man. Is that what oh. oxygodones are like? Is that the same thing?
0: I don't know. I never did it, but I'm assuming it is. You it's know, all opiate, opiates, like opiates yeah, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Scared of that shit.
0: Yeah, it's bad times, man. Because it's the it's the it's the 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 need and the getting off of them which are horrible. <laughs> I've heard. I I, <laughs> I don't know why we're talking so much about drugs today, but
2: it's all right. Do you have any? Did you document your time with uh, Nirvana at all, or with Kurt, or anything like did, at that time? Did, did you have like a no, video camcorder no, that you kept around? No, or?
0: I have a I have I have seen a photo of me nude behind him on stage with I have the in utero wings on oh, and, nice. and and I'm naked with a repelling little thing and then uh, I love the fact and I also have a hat on. I like that I don't mind people seeing my dick or my love handles but not my balding pate, you know. So I've got a hat on and uh, I will say this if you're a comedian or performer and you're going to be nude publicly, give it a tug. You'll you'll thank me later cuz uh, uh yeah, it was cold. <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> really, I
0: really wish I did pull my dick. How <laughs> many
1: photos are there of that out there?
0: This, surprising, not a ton. You know, what I'm year just was saying, this? This was uh, what, was in the mid '90s. I'm guessing, right? Did they have yeah.
1: even have digital cameras? Then? Oh, now
0: it would have been everybody's phone. Yeah, but still, I mean, it wasn't hot. It was just weird. You know, <laughs> there was so much mayhem going on stage too. By the way, because it was midnight, you know, fireworks were going off. It was just like, oh yeah, and there's Bob scratch Goldfarb nude walking around <laughs> like a cherub. <sheriff. laughs> I was. We were gonna. The the way that it was set up, the uh, uh, it was mid, you know, New Year's, so they wanted to do an extra thing where there's explosions, and and I remember saying to Kurt, uh, I said, you know, you know, I go, fuck you, man, I'm I'm tired of being your scatter. That was Elvis's chimp, you know. I go, (laughs) fuck you, man, I don't want to cheer you up, you know. Go call Polly Shore or something, you know. So, uh, when we we set up the thing about me repelling the guy took a cold the stage manager took cold cuts and he built the stage out of the out of the food tray in the back and he's like okay here's where chris is here's dave here's kurt and, and bob's gonna repel in nude and these m&ms are where the explosives are <laughs> and so and so i'm i and so they go kurt we'll count we'll tell you when it's midnight you count back from 10 or whatever you know and and okay so so uh it's midnight and they give him the signal and he looks up and i'm holding my own weight like rappelling down but I stop you know so he can count and so I'm giving him the brown eye basically from 150 feet up <laughs> <laughs> he goes he looks up and he goes hey Oakland you want to hear a drum solo <laughs> 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 and so I, can, I barely can hold my own weight, and then finally he just goes one <laughs> and I and I shot down really fast I had rope burns on my ass and stomach <sighs> and I landed right behind him bam and then uh, I came down so fast he actually didn't see it. And then he like he looks up and he's like, "Polly, Polly." <laughs> and so and so then I ducked behind this amp looking for uh, uh, cover because there was supposed to be my clothes were supposed to be there, but someone had taken them as a joke, you know. <laughs> and so I just kind of had to stand in the middle of the stage because everywhere <laughs> there was bombs going off. I learned this: if you're nude at midnight, you don't get a kiss. Like everywhere I went, people were like, <laughs> like, like. like Whoa, nude guy walking around a little weird. Yeah. So, yeah. So, again, all this is in
2: sobriety. Wow.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. No one would have assumed. I would always, I
2: always thought you definitely were, a, at least a weed guy. mm no, it, it, what it is is like often I see something and I go, well, this this is
0: never going to happen again. So I got to uh, carpe diem, man. You know, I got to I gotta seize the moment. You know, when things align, you
1: have you gotta to You got to light the couch on fire. <laughs> you got to
0: light that couch on fire. You got to dry hump Michael Bolton. Like once I was it. You dry humped Michael Bolton? <laughs> yeah, during... <laughs> He was he was singing, and, and it was his benefit, and he was the headliner. And, wow! Uh, yeah, and uh, and so I just see him, and I'm like, well, I'm never gonna have this kind of access to Michael Bolton again. So I, I walk out behind him. And, uh, and I just grabbed him and I just started dry humping him and his crew tackled me <laughs> they dragged me off stage and the guy's like
3: what the fuck is wrong with you and I, go, I thought it'd be funny and he's like just get out of here
0: man I go well tell Michael I'm sorry does this mean no softball tomorrow and he's like just get out of here man so I walked and ran actually around the whole auditorium and came up through the other side and I started booking out again but I got tackled that time I didn't even make it to him I got like I didn't even get the, past
1: the kick drum did they hurt you you?
0: No, no, no. Because they're used to grabbing, you know, chubby Catholic women and tackling them, you know. <laughs> they're not like, you know, that's the that's the threat at a Michael Bolton concert. Well,
1: you would think, though, that security would want to kick your ass for doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, but it was his security, so they so were, yeah, they were know. kid gloves.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> How badass is Michael Bolton security? I don't
1: know. I would it's think some like, chicks would go crazy for that they guy. They have bow and arrows. I know. <laughs> like, I bet for real, man. He probably had a really well, hard time of keeping crazy the, chicks away from I mean, him in his not, prime.
0: He's not like the Stones at Altmont hiring <laughs> <the> Hell's Angels <laughs> to kick ass. Some of those clerical workers are going to give us a lot of strife today, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> clerical workers. Yeah, he represents like, he's the singing version of those really great looking guys that are like paintings on the cover of those really stupid romance the books. The romance novels. Yeah, with the guy has flowing the, long yeah, the hair. Fabio and and yeah, Fabio kind of exactly, the Fabio kind of guy. I see it's Fabio like, a It's a lot. woman. It's a man-woman hybrid Man. <laughs> thing. You know, with the long hair like that. I mean, you see what they're doing? Right. I mean, what what men do you know that have like open chested shirts, and they have long flowing hair like oh, that? That's a ridiculous. You're yeah, that's partly a woman.
3: Yeah,
0: like
1: they that's what they're looking for. They're looking for some weird amalgamation of man and woman, the the uber romantic that doesn't exist in in but, actual men. But is
0: that guy gonna have sex with the woman? Do you know, know what I'm saying? When no, she I mean, wants it on her th- terms. Oh, okay. It's not like a pirate. It's
1: just like... (laughs) No, no, no. He's super romantic. It's like he just lives only for her. See, this, this is why this Twilight thing worked. The, what women found it to be a romance film. I mean, it really right. wasn't a vampire movie.
0: Well, and I mean, that's the American Idol thing. It's, it's guys who are non-threatening to old ladies and, and young girls. But I think when a woman <laughs> grows up, she wants to get laid. She wants to get fucked. She doesn't want... Uh,
1: some do. And some, they retain the need for intense amounts of romance in, uh, in an almost fictional form. And that's where it bounces out in these these twilight sort of right. things, where we don't understand it, and we're going, what the fuck is going on? And yet you're seeing flocks of women lining up to buy these books.
0: But I find that those women are really arrested. I, I, I find them, I don't, in their I development, don't, yeah, they're very yeah.
1: arrested. They're very immature,
0: you know, I mean, I, I don't. In, in a certain
1: like, way, or that's just what they like, and they indulge it. Yeah, I but mean, do you it think seem, there's
0: older women that are like that? I don't
1: know. Oh, I would go, assume, I, I would assume there's probably some. I don't know. I like. I want to know
0: be. the uh, the ages on that.
1: So you, what you're thinking is that as they get wiser and older, that seems more and more ridiculous. And they yeah, should. the
0: idea of running off and and with some pirate and <laughs> <I don't laughs> with, with they, sexy hair. I don't
1: think it's that they really want to do that. You know, I, I don't think it's like they would really run off with the vampire. They love reading the story about the woman who runs but, off with the vampire. But all that vamp- she's the one for him. <laughs> I don't know anything
0: about the Twilights. But I don't know uh, too outside much. Outside that they're uh, a Mormon version of the thing. The, the woman was a Mormon. So she didn't even know too much about the vampire culture, I
1: believe. The, the vampire. Who wrote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she made up a bunch of shit. Like They, they can even be in the sunlight. They just sparkle. <laughs> well, what the fuck is that? <laughs> supposed, they're supposed that's, to die that's like That's not instantly. a real vampire. Fake. Yeah. That's Fake. bullshit. Fake. That's bullshit. They burst into flames. Don't you see Blade?
0: What makes me more of a nerd that I'm upset that they're like, that is so
1: bullshit. Well, that's I got not upset real at, vampires. I got upset at Blade because they got away with the sun thing with sunscreen. I'm like, that is fucking wow, that's ridiculous. Lazy. That's as lazy as fuck. That's bullshit. Yeah. That's-, yeah, that's total bullshit. You can't fucking wear sunscreen, bitch. I'm calling bullshit <laughs> on Blade. 100%, 100% bullshit.
0: Well, again, yeah, I guess that's a sensitive vampire.
1: But it, that's at least better to me. Uh, I'll I'll take the sunscreen over they sparkle. Like you can't just reinvent the vampire. You can't. I guess
0: just... you can. I mean, but, but no, but, you
1: can't. That's ridiculous.
0: But I mean, there's, uh, you know, I mean, what universe do they really exist in, anyways? <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I would not know anything about what would make a lucrative story. I think they should just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand. My movies I saw make, Shakes uh, the Cloud and my, I fucking loved it. Dude. My movies make hundreds of dollars. Hundreds. <laughs> so I have Shakes the Cloud, and then I did a movie called Windy City Heat. That that one I didn't write, but that's one I, I directed and kind of helped put all the pieces together. Yeah, I, I
1: with Don Barrett. I still haven't watched that. Seriously, and then, oh, that's great. And then there's I uh, had the heart.
0: <laughs> World's greatest dad is a movie I did with Robin Williams.
1: No? I didn't see World's Greatest Dad.
0: <laughs> Again, he's staring no, at me. No, I, I saw
1: Shakes the Clown, though. I Shakes loved it. Shakes the
0: Clown. Well, these movies... Um, Shakes is a fucked up movie. Um, that That's a very angry movie. And every once in a while... Uh, like, Tom Kenny and I went to a screening. Tom Kenny plays Benky the Evil Clown, is now the voice of SpongeBob. Um so uh, I always think Nickelodeon probably doesn't really, <laughs> they're Never not really you thrilled. <laughs> yeah I'm sure Nickelodeon is like, hey you know the guy who's doing coke and killing people with ro- juggling pins yeah that's our that's, that's our <laughs> that's our cornerstone <laughs> Thanks, yeah so Spongebob uh, I've known Tom Kenny since I was six years old but so Tommy was uh, uh, Binky the Clown he and I were watching shakes at this thing and it was just packed with people and they were dressed as the characters and they were there was clown whores there and everything it was really strange and uh, people were really fucked up and then the middle of it Tom Kenny leans over to me and he goes what the fuck were we thinking and I'm like I don't know man <laughs> And uh, it was like that Star Trek uh, sketch on SNL you know what I mean like these people were really passionate about it and I'm like get a life <laughs> I didn't say that I was very nice to them but
2: I was a junior in high school, and Shakes the Clown was the first uh, independent movie. I didn't know what independent movies were, and that was the first movie that I had to go to a different movie theater than I was used to, ah. you know, like off the AMC yeah, and yeah, Cinemark. Yeah. And uh, I watched it, and it, I, it was my favorite movie in high school gr- oh, wow. growing up. Um, and uh, what, what was weird about Shakes the Clown, is do, have you ever gone back to uh, like do like a... Uh, commentary commentary no, on it or anything like that i'd like, like to that? do
0: that i'd like to do that and get, get everybody together uh because i mean there's a ton of comics in that movie it's yeah. not just robin but there's like adam sandler and and uh blake clark and I, I might do that like get like a case of beer and get us all together and, and do it as
2: a podcast. If you ever want to use a studio oh, to do a podcast, you can always use Discord. And...
0: There we go. And then, how many people would actually sync it up though?
2: I think a lot of people. We do we do it a lot of times with uh, like UFCs and like TV shows and stuff like that. But I think like a lot of these movies would be great to just go back and revisit as some kind of you know
1: <laughs> yeah and you really know what that would be movie. a cool um video to release online of you doing that and yeah. i bet it would really pump up the dvd sales mm-hmm.
0: well shakes uh i i don't have a problem revisiting it i i try i'm wondering if i'll remember m- many of the stories uh But I I do remember I ended up on the Today Show with a real clown debating the program. Oh, no. Yeah, because clowns were protesting it. They were mad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so I just bait the guy before we go on. I was like, what's your name? And he's like, I'm Bamboozle. I'm like, no, dude, what's your real name? He's like, I'm in my clown attire, so call me by my clown name. Well, I'm oh, like, okay, no. Okay, man, I'm going to rip you a new one when we get out there. So we get on TV. <sighs> and Katie Kirk says this was her worst interview ever. So we get on TV, <laughs> and she's like going, yeah, the clowns are like, clowns do a lot of good for a lot of good causes, and Bobcat's film portrays them in a negative light. Ugh. And I go, nobody thinks you're funny. The only reason you perform in hospitals, because that's one place a kid can't get up and run away from you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Katie Kirk's like, "Would you please be serious?" (laughs) I was like, "No, you're interviewing me in a clown." (laughs) So,
1: would you please be serious about this very important issue of clown abuse?
0: (laughs) A clown, (laughs) clown abuse. So, so I like the fact that my dad actually was always like saying, "What did you do to Katie Kirk?" Because she says you were the worst interview. Like she, he had her back, not
1: mine. How could that be the worst interview? If that's the worst interview you've ever had. Yeah, really? I know.
0: And this was someone who at the time was probably interviewing the Backstreet Boys and stuff. But so me, because I came out in character, was the worst thing she had ever seen. <laughs> the
1: worst thing ever. He ruined my month. Well, because I also... It was my birthday month.
0: I think because I also... She wasn't familiar with me, and I think I sucker punched her because I think she met me, and I was like, oh, hi. And then I came out, and I was like...
3: Rah, rah. Oh,
1: you know, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Because...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So she expected you, uh, what, to have some uh, sort of a, a uh, rational debate or she couldn't switch gears uh, yeah, yeah. and realize you were in character? I'd I be
0: wigged out. Like if I didn't know me <laughs> and I met the guy and then I come out and I'm like, Aah. How did
1: you create that character? Where did that come from?
0: Um, I just never felt comfortable doing traditional stand up, you know? So the idea of just doing this guy who was. I, I was uncomfortable on stage. So just to be nervous you know like my early stand-up would just be me reading a dear john letter and crying a, a real dear john letter and then because they go hey please welcome to me back and then i go and, and you want to hear jokes you know i'd be sobbing and they'd be like two guys walking to a bar <laughs> i'd read the letter and 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 they go my wife is so fat you know how fat is she I told you I don't even have a girlfriend don't you fucking listen <laughs> you know it wasn't it wasn't stand up it was just this real weird thing I would do and and eventually people would start picking on that character and then he it would become I would become more angry and and kind of defensive and it became crazier and crazier but I also just didn't like the idea of going out on stage and pretending I was me because uh all the comics I always looked up to, be it Groucho Marx or Andy Kaufman or anybody, you know, they had a persona they hid behind, you know. And the idea for me just to go out in a sweater and talk about dating seems so <laughs> seemed so foreign to me. Also, I was so young, too, so that was the other reason why it was weird.
1: What kind of a persona did Groucho Marx have?
0: Well, I mean, that's not Groucho, you know what I mean? That that whole, the the cadence in his voice and all that. Right, you right, know? right. I mean, the, it painted on a mustache, for God's sakes, you know. But I think people... He had a
1: painted-on mustache, really? <laughs> yeah, man. He wow.
0: would paint on his mustache. <laughs> you saw
3: this next guy in police
0: academy? Oh, my God. And then I walk out. Was well, that weird seeing go, you? Yeah, ah. mostly because mostly I sound like a dinosaur. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the black guy who makes the funny noises. <laughs> I didn't realize that joke is so old. <laughs> I, actually, I actually still have to do that joke when people introduce me. Hey I thought it was gonna be the black guy.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: I think it's sad that like um you know, Bubba Smith passed away and uh I get a call the way I found out about it is I get a call from the AP wire service and they go, Hey, do you have a comment on Bubba Smith passing away? And I was like, Well, I didn't know he died and he had just died a few hours before and uh yeah i have a quote um he was a really good guy who uh didn't take any bs and he was a lot smarter than people realized and he told great stories that's what i was saying but the whole time i'm thinking man when i die i hope they don't call fucking gutenberg
1: you know <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: i hope i'm like i didn't see bubba in 20 years and they called me right <laughs>
1: Did you see um Gutenberg when um something happened there was uh, when Phil Hartman was uh killed Gutenberg like dressed up in like a suit and a tie and went down to talk to the reporters and sort of represent celebrities and to ask for privacy? It was one of the weirdest fucking things I've ever seen. It was like he knew that cameras were going to be there, and he you know, vaguely knew them, so he decided to represent the situation. It was really strange. No,
0: I'd never seen that. So he goes really out strange. and he starts acting like... He's um,
1: sort of talking to the press and talking to, you know... It was really it was he lived really in the same bizarre. neighborhood? I don't even think he lived in the same neighborhood, man. He just
2: showed up there. Yeah, was, it
1: was one of those things where I think he like blew a fuse.
0: He was the sergeant of arms of show business. It was weird. <laughs> I'm the press secretary
1: for famous people. Particularly weird for me because you know, I was on this show oh, with right, Phil, right, and right, I was right. friends with him. And, and so I, you were like, oh, wasn't like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, this right. guy, it was He wasn't like talking about this dude all the time. But
0: that's the, that's the nature of death, you know. I mean, when you die, people have to make it all about themselves. They yeah. can't. They can't. You know, uh, that's uh, now I'm being a plug fest, but you're talking about a guy who you actually knew passed away, and then someone tried to exploit him. But you know, that's the plot of uh, World's Greatest Dad. The kid. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, Robin's son in that movie dies rubbing one out uh, with a belt around his neck and he's this horrible kid. And then everybody at school now loves this kid and he was a great friend because Robin makes it look like a suicide. hangs the kid from a chin-up bar, and then writes a suicide note that is way better written than anything this kid who was a fucking numbnuts could ever write. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids go online, and they publish it in the school paper. So now Robin keeps writing as his dead son to get play. Like like there's a woman he's trying to bang. Oh, no. <laughs> and she's no. like going, did Kyle write anything else? And he's like, yeah so wow. he keeps writing as his dead son
1: Wow! oh that's bizarre and, and it's called The
0: World's Greatest Dad but there's a scene and you know Chris from Nirvana was in it and Chris just had a weird cameo because Robin's son is really into uh, fucked up porn you know like of porn and all this stuff in the movie and then uh, not not Robin's real son <laughs> <laughs> Not Zach or Cody. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so there's just a scene where Robin is standing in front of a, a porn rack and he just starts sobbing and, and Chris <laughs> plays the newsman and he comes over and he gives him a hug and it's a really weird scene because hardcore porn reminds him of his dead son. Whoa. it's a very touching odd fucked up scene jeez but Chris uh, you know I said hey Chris you know what's the scene about you know he said what's the scene about I go you know when someone passes away people tend to make it all about themselves and they don't really make it about the person that, or the people that actually knew the person and, and Chris goes I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> so so it's uh, that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie it's like about it's such a short scene but I realized that he he gets over his son's death way too fast now we're ruining the movie for anyone who would be interested in seeing it but at this point if you haven't seen it the
1: good news is 90% of the people listening to this are high as fuck and they will have forgotten everything (laughs) that you said (laughs) about the movie Bobcat just says it's awesome
0: but it's just really weird because you don't normally like I think people see the movie and they think it's going to be you know him and his c- kid are always just bashing each other and they think oh at the end they're going to become friends and it's like no nope, page 40 i kill the fucker
3: whoa <laughs> jesus christ
0: <laughs> so uh yeah so that's world's greatest dad and then god bless america is the new one which is uh it's about a guy again uh it's about a guy who's suicidal Uh, Kind of pushed over the edge by uh, diagnosed with a brain tumor and a bunch of other things. And he's sitting at home with a gun in his mouth and he's watching my super sweet 16. So he decides instead of uh, committing suicide that he's going to uh, drive 400 miles and shoot and kill the girl from my super sweet 16, which he does. (laughs) He shoots the girl. And then her classmates like, did you kill Chloe? And he doesn't say anything. And she goes, awesome. And so this young girl convinces him that there's so many more douchebags in the world that need to die. So uh, another lighthearted movie from me. (laughs) Uh, That's the scene where the woman throws the tampon at the other woman.
1: (laughs) Do you have any family? Oh, got to take this.
2: My name is Chloe, I live in Virginia Beach, and everyone loves me because I'm so pretty. I wanted an Escalade! This is the biggest day of my life, and you're up, Dad! Hey, Creepy, isn't the schoolgirl thing a little played out?
1: Don't move and don't make a sound.
2: If you want the car, just take it. My parents got me the wrong one anyways.
1: Yeah, that's a fucking tragedy.
2: Did you just kill Chloe? Oh, awesome. And that was a fantastic
0: start. But you know who else really rips my cock off? The Kardashians. People who use star as an adjective.
2: Women who call their tits the girls. Anyone who wears crystals.
1: You're aiming at the bear, right?
2: This is the best day ever! <laughs> Frank, don't. Let me.
3: I'm recording this. Thanks for turning off your cell phone. You're welcome.
1: Why have a civilization if we no longer interested in being civilized? Hey buddy, what's wrong?
3: A lot. A lot of crazy people out there. (laughs) I only want to kill people who deserve to die.
2: We gonna do this or what?
3: I know it's not.
1: take both those spots yeah fuck you fuck you <laughs> so awesome got a lot of rage inside you sir <laughs> i do not <laughs> <laughs> i do not i like to say that movie
0: is <laughs> a very violent movie about kindness that's how i describe it because all frank wants is people to act right you know and and the movie came about when i kept seeing people acting really insane, you know, like at these uh, town hall meetings where people were shouting down people. And, and you know, I remember seeing a, a tea party sign. It's kind of a popular one. It says, we came unarmed this time. And I was like, well, that's really crazy, man. You know, that's <laughs> this really – Yeah, and I was like, okay, I see you're crazy, and I raise you're crazy. You know, and that's the idea behind this movie. It's just that – it isn 't um a list of people who I really wish would die i i am nonviolent i don 't believe in the death penalty or anything but 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 i you know it 's kind of fighting fire with fire I, I I just wanted to you know really push it and not make a movie. You know, if you make a movie and you make fun of these people, then they can go, oh, yeah, that's me. Ha, ha, ha. You know, there's like in the new there's Snooki shows up in the Three Stooges. So so even Snooky's family can go, oh, that's funny. Ha, ha, ha. But in my movie, I, I just kill Snooky, You know, fuck you. You know, what I mean, I'm done. <laughs>
1: I keep wigging out, Joe, so hard. <laughs> no, it's it's not. It's uh, I'm just trying to. I mean, wrap, I kill wrap my head around it. I
0: don't kill them for real. I mean, it's I know, comedy, I but I just don't feel comfortable making it. You know, we're we've really, you know, I I my, my point is 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 what is the, why do we have all these distractions? Do you know what I'm saying? And and um, I'm not against reality television show. I'm not against all this stuff. But what I'm saying is. We're not really going to come to any solutions when we spend all of our time name-calling and bashing each other. Now, people will go, well, your movie is very you know, slanted to the left. And it's like, yeah, I, I think the left has a lot of problems, but I do believe the right is way nastier. And it was kind of like me saying, all right, this might be funny, a, a, a liberal with a brain tumor and a gun.
1: I hate the idea of the left and the right. I really do. I think Yeah, uh, because
0: it doesn't come up with any solutions.
1: Well not only that, it's just this idea that there's only two ideologies. Right. It's so stupid. Everyone's a combination of both for yeah, the most and part. And you have to be. Yeah.
0: Or, or but but people choose not to be. People just say, I've decided that I am this ideology and so all my decisions are made up for me and I don't have to make my own opinion on certain things. And yeah. and and um and, and you know, uh, an example would be, like, I agree with uh, Bill O'Reilly on the death penalty. He's against it. <clears throat> he and I can never come together because he is too busy making his living just, you know, uh, fanning flames. And, why is and he
1: against the death penalty?
0: I, I'm sure for him it has to do with his Catholicism. You know, that's my guess. I don't know why. but
1: But yet he's pro-war.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well... <laughs> Yeah. Well. Uh, also.
1: Uh, yeah. Well. Catholicism as an adult is fascinating. I mean, it's one thing if you're stuck in it as a child, but as as you you get older. Did you grow up Catholic? Yeah, yeah I went to Catholic school.
0: I went to Catholic school too. Did you for go one to year? Only went oh one year. year. Yeah, it was
1: horrible. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it, it fixed me. It was a very tra- for me it was a very traumatic time. Uh, my parents were getting divorced, and uh, my you know, my dad like would hit my mom, and there was a lot of crazy shit. And we were living with my grandmother at the time. That's when I started going to Catholic school, and it was so it was a, it was a, a, a trying time in my life. And I remember being really excited that I was going to go to Catholic school because I was really excited about doing the right thing and about following the Bible. And that's how you live a happy right. life. Like I really like thought right. that the reason why this was going on in my house was all fucked up because was everybody wasn't down with God. They weren't doing the right thing. So this one cunt of a nun, Sister Mary Josephine, completely (laughs) cured me. This bitch was so evil. She was just so mean and just... There was nothing loving about her. There's nothing warm and friendly about her. She was never happy. She never smiled. And I, she just had me convinced that it was all horseshit. I was like, oh, okay. I, this, there's no fucking way this lady is involved with anything legitimate. Anything this, this, good. This isn't... God God has nothing to do with this. I mean, well, this is well, craziness.
0: What about... Whose idea was it for you to go there? Was it yours or one of your no, parents? No, it was
1: my parents. Uh, I think you know it was probably one of the better schools in the area. And it's hard to right. find good public schools it was in you know north new jersey
0: yeah yeah no i uh yeah i went to catholic school my whole life i went like half a year to a public school and it was so behind that i ended up being the janitor in my own high school so i could pay my tuition not because of any religious things but the fact that the education was better there wow so i, I you know it's kind of funny when you, i didn't have any stigma about being the janitor at the high school i mean i still oddly enough i was like the homecoming king
1: too so you, you, you well, while you were going to school there, you were also the janitor. I was the it didn't guy have that a was stigma. Why I, would it have a stigma, though?
0: I was. Well, I mean, you know, it's not like being the, the captain of the football team, being <laughs> the guy dragging out the empty milk carton
1: bags, you know. Right. But at least you were industrious enough to figure out how to get a job.
0: Yeah. No, I didn't. I mean, I didn't think anything was embarrassing about it. It was only till later on as an adult, I would tell that story and people would go, wow, you know.
1: Yeah. There's and, something about being a janitor that's uh, particularly humbling <laughs> for people. You know, just the word janitor. You're a, you're a guy who's essentially clean things up. That's it. I don't know why it didn't bother me.
0: I don't know why. It just seemed like it made sense to me. If shouldn't. I shouldn't. If I was a janitor, that meant I could go to the school.
1: Right. <laughs> well, it's just it's not impressive. That's why it bothers people. You know who uh want to impress you with what they do
0: right but then i started doing stand-up when i was like 15 16 years old so when i was in high school tom kenny and i were doing stand-up
1: wow where were you doing it
0: Like at gong shows and things like that open mic nights uh barry Crimmins, who was one of the boston comedy guys uh he had an open mic that was in syracuse outside of syracuse at the time we would do that every week and we were teenagers and we had fake ids to get into the clubs and stuff holy shit so
1: what What? how old did you have to be
0: well 18 but then when i moved to boston it was 19 so i used my brother's jimmy's id to go do stand-up comedy so sometimes like i'd be in worcester and a bomb and and but i'd be as jim goldthwaite because <laughs> i had to use my brother's id
1: wow wow that's fucking awesome man one of the coolest things about Boston was all those different places you can go in and around it, you know, to, to work. Yeah. There's there so was, much like road work.
0: There was a million gigs and you would just pile into a car and there'd be like four or five of you. And then you know, that's the thing you miss in life is is is, is the you know, the hell gig and then the all of you would just laugh you, <laughs> your tits off on the way yeah. home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? So that that goes away as you get older, which is kind of a drag.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that, that time though Is so unstable You're, You can't wait for it to be over When did you start doing stand-up? 88 And, and how old were you? 21 And you Artist. were in Boston? Yeah Yeah I started at uh, Stitches um, <laughs> Sure uh, Jonathan Katz was the host The first <laughs> night I went on stage one of my last shows in Boston when I moved out of there
0: was at Stitches. I took all the old one or the new one. The one that was the front of the Paradise. Ah, the old one. That and was the I, awesome one. And I had it all filled with all the shit from my uh, apartment. And I had a, a garage sale. And up and down the street, there was signs that said "Garage Sale, Free Coffee." And like I had coffee and donuts set up when you walked in. <laughs> and then I sold all the shit <laughs> that I lived. With. All my shit was on stage. Wow.
1: Oh, that's hilarious.
0: Well, I never really... I guess I'm not doing traditional stand-up a bunch when I first got started. I you, was kind of making fun of it. And then it became the thing I was trying to make fun of,
1: you know? You were trying to make fun of it and then you got trapped in the act?
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. Because, because by the time I was a kid, I, I mean, I loved comedy when I was a little boy. Like, you know, seven or eight years old, I was watching George Carlin on the Dinah Shore show. And I said to my mom, what does he do for a living? and she's like that's what he does for a living i was like um that's the yeah, that's the best thing ever. You know, I got to figure this out. <laughs> so by the time I was a teenager, I was kind of snarky and stuff. And I was kind of over the comedy that was popular at the time. And then Steve Martin came out and blew my mind and stuff.
1: So you were sort of a comedy nerd before comedy nerds were around.
0: Huge, huge, huge. So, so that's probably why I got burnt out by the time I was in my early 20s, you know, about comedy. You know, people, people now take it so serious that it's kind of weird. They, take it, they make it turn it into almost like a sports mentality. Which, you know, I always thought, in my mind, the comedy I liked was always about outsiders and weirdos, you know. It wasn't about who's the best comic and who's the number one comic and who sells more and who's got the most popular podcast and blah, 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 you know, right. it, it just because just because your art is popular uh, pretty much sometimes doesn't mean it's very valid. You know, the two two things don't really connect. You know, if something's good and popular, that's really strange when it does happen.
1: You really think so? Yeah, yeah. What I about mean, the Black Keys?
0: No, that's what I'm saying. But like something like that, they're still not like a household name, you know. Uh, they're bring, pretty,
1: pretty huge right well, now. Well, they're
0: huge, but they're not like, if I brought those up to my sisters, they wouldn't know who
1: they were. Really? Are. Yeah, yeah. I bet they would have heard their songs. No, my sister is not. My really? sister, yeah. none of my family yeah. knows That's incredible. And they're from Ohio. Well, they're filling arenas now. Really? Yeah, yeah. They they they, um, they sold out Madison Square Garden. But, in like fifteen minutes.
0: Yeah, but I'm not saying that everything that's popular is bad. But I'm also saying it sounds like I'm backpedaling now. But but y
2: you, y you, you, like, Kardashians is not
1: really I know what you're saying know. that there's a lot of popular shit that sucks and that just because something's popular doesn't mean it's good. I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And I, the, and I
0: get tired of that argument. It's uh, but it's easy for me, you know, because yeah. I make my movies that only play film festivals. Well, it's a weird And go thing. right to VOD.
1: <laughs> you know. It's, it's what, are, what are you trying to do? You know, are you trying to make a, a blip that hits the, 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 the most amount of numbers possible? Are you trying to like, are you calculating your, your attack? Or are you doing something that genuinely you would love and it just, this is the way you do it and you know, people are going to like it, they're not going to like it, but you're not like, you're not engineering it for financial success.
0: Right. But I mean, look what you're doing. I mean, look at this on, on paper. It, it wouldn't make any sense at all. You know, we're gonna combine uh, mixed martial arts, comedy, <laughs> and Art Bell, <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna be popular. No fucking way. Well, as a comedian, comedian
1: slash cage fighting commentator, that doesn't that doesn't seem to work. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It shouldn't work.
0: I actually say I think it's funny. It's like. I owe you an apology and you don't even know it like I I had until I started listening to your show I had some baggage with you just because uh, and and why it's really unfair of me to have it was I had a preconceived notion of you from from what you did on television and and I'm like Anybody should cut anyone some fucking slack, it's the dude from Police <laughs> Academy. Do you know what I mean? Like I was right, right, like I right. had this ego thing going, What's he doing stand-up? Blah, 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 you know what I mean? Which right. is like, Oh, you're the fucking purist, Zed?
1: Oh, that's funny! <laughs> you're
0: the dude from Hot to Trot, and you're gonna blow the guy from <laughs> from Fear Factor. It's, it's shit? a
1: natural thing, though, if you have any personal angst to sort of like look for different little weak spots. Yeah, in but the, that's not cool, man. It's not cool, but it's a natural thing. But I, sh-
0: there's, I, I I don't I didn't owe you an apology because I never went anywhere and said that openly. But you know what I mean, right?
1: I, I would completely understand it. But for me, it was like, there's no way I could not do that show. It was too much money. It was too no, crazy. I, look, I don't judge I, but, anyone.
0: Uh, look, I was the voice of a fruitcake this year. So I'm not about <laughs> to fucking
1: judge anything you do. But, but I, I completely understand people making fun of it. I mean, it's, but, I, I make fun of it.
0: Yeah, I make fun of my stuff too. But, but I, I shouldn't judge anybody. I went, they asked me, there was a celebrity version of the show. Is that
1: right? Of what show? Of your show. Fear Factor. Yeah. There's a few. Yeah, yeah. we did uh, a bunch of them. Okay, because they cause asked, they asked to me to, and and yeah. like
0: I only like things that I can fuck up, that I know will make air. And the, what I really did, the idea I came up with was like to put like a a bag of pudding in my pants, like brown pudding, <laughs> and then wait till me being suspended somewhere and be like, <laughs> and Joe, shit. I really got to
2: get down. <laughs> And then
0: just open up the bag of pudding and just said so shit awesome. dripping out of my little pants. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Been but it wouldn't have made the air. You oh, know wow. what I mean? I would have fought for it. <laughs> yeah. But that
1: was really the thing I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> how could I fuck this uh, up? Maybe it would have. And made you don't the know air.
0: my commitment. I actually would have just sat there all day with a bag full of pudding in my pants because uh, my commitment to fuck things up is pretty good.
1: I believe it. Yeah, We did, <laughs> we did it with uh, like Penn and Teller, did it. A bunch of different people did it. That was fun.
0: It was the food things that, that turned me off. That's well, why I the couldn't food do it. Thing.
1: The most recent... You know, we did it again recently. We did another season of it. Like, after, like, six years of being wow. off the air. And the, the the new season, people had to drink donkey sperm. And <laughs> it got leaked out on TMZ. It got leaked out on TMZ. TMZ got pictures of the glasses. <laughs> these fucking venti Starbucks mug full of, of donkey cum. And then... <laughs> Uh, people started protesting, that's, and then NBC said uh, they were going to pull the episode. And so, and then NBC pulled the episode. and they just canceled the show. They're like, "That's it. Wow. That's funny my
0: uh, <laughs> that's my morning radio show moniker. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Um, that is really? Donkey Kong and Dave. <laughs> oh, that's no, funny. No, but 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 uh, uh, uh so well that was and uh, they did
1: it. They all did it. It was they all did it. They had to play horseshoes, and this is what it is. It was uh, three <laughs> three groups of twins: one boy, two girls. So four four girls and one of them, they had to decide. They would play horseshoes and one of them would be, one would represent uh, donkey cum and the other one would represent donkey urine, which is, it was actually cow's urine, I think it was, which is way, (laughs) oh fake the urine is way easier to swallow. Once you get past the fact that it's urine and just throw it down, it's really not that big a deal. It's actually, you, you can get away with it and they boil it. They make sure it's sterile. But <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Um, but the other person would have to drink the cum. So they they would play uh, horseshoes and everyone landed on the same thing. They all wound up drinking 24 ounces. And you can't believe uh, they're really going to do it. You can't believe they're really going to do it. They lay it out in the glasses. These people drink it. Uh, I mean, and it's really crazy to watch because there's essentially cum all over their face. Because not, it's not going down clean. So uh, cum is dripping down their cheeks. Cum is on their clothes. And I'm like, for real? This is my job? This is, <laughs> this is a job? <laughs> And so it, uh, I was telling them that this is ridiculous. I was like, you can't. This is never going to air. It's never going to be on television. Like, NBC's giving us the green light. They, they approved this episode. They approved the, you know, the, got through standards and practices. Like, really? Really? What time was that going to be on? Like, regular time, 8 o'clock. And so did they actually,
0: uh, <laughs> they actually, did they say it was uh, not, uh, what word am I
1: looking for? Not purified, uh, sterilized. Well, donkey cum is sterile. Because donkeys are hybrids. See, horse cum is. The reason, this is how fear factor would work. <laughs> Say if we found some people were eating something in some other culture, like balut, which is like this chicken embryo or duck embryo right. that they love in the Philippines. Mm. In America, it's like, what the fuck is that? Oh, it's disgusting. In their country, it's, it's normal. So we have to just find something that's fucked up in other countries that people eat because they're starving and we get people to eat it. So in New Zealand, some crazy assholes decided to start selling shots of horse semen at bars. So people get fucked up. You have a few tequilas. Like, hey, let's do a whole shot, mate. Let's do a whole shot. And you're doing it. Yeah, shots. it's like Red Bull. Yeah. It's, it's like natural Red Bull, supposedly. Supposedly. It gives yeah. you, like, a it's, little energy. I think the energy is just like, I just swallowed the fucking yeah, spurt. Right. It's it exciting. The fuck am I doing? Your heart's beating faster. You're just like, holy shit. It feels like drugs. So the, the, because of that, the producers extrapolated, oh, well, then we'll make people drink a big gulp bowl of donkey jizz. And they got donkey jizz because it's cheaper. Sure, because it's useless. It Doesn't really make donkeys. <laughs> oh, I got you. Because they're sterile. Because they're shooting blanks. Yeah, and the way they get them is they they use a cattle prod. They stick it up the donkey's ass, mm. and it you know. So rusty tromboning the. Tr- yeah, exactly. It tr- triggers his his area, yeah. and, and then and he it jizzes? just blasts. And then they just gather it all up and sell it to Fear Factor. Wow! And now you said you
2: tasted it just because you wanted to taste it. This well, I, I
1: it? ate some some no. <laughs> Wait, what? I a... ate some cooked no. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no. Jesus Christ!
2: He made I'm it like trying to, he
1: made a okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a way that it's better. Well, no, no, no. Man. The time I ate was totally cooked. No, it it's an was, omelet.
2: It was Don't frosting.
1: Worry. Yeah, I was watching Anthony Bourdain's show, and he was at a sushi mm-hmm. restaurant where they were serving cum. They they serve uh, sperm sacs, and they're, they're they're eating the sperm sacs and the sperm. And they're oh. eating, and they're like, "Oh, this is some good sperm."
0: Uh, well, you were talking about uh, sterilized. My my wife was uh, uh, worked on Jackass Two, where they did drink the. Remember, the oh, yeah. there's the horse berm, I believe. Oh. Chris Pontius, I think. But, but there's a scene where she's gluing pubes on a guy's face. I don't know if you saw that movie. <laughs> did <laughs> you see it? No, no, I didn't yeah. see it. You didn't it. see
2: Jackass 2? No. Oh, it's she's the best one. This so
0: movie's give me anxiety. So she's she's gluing pubes on the guy's face as <laughs> it's, 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 it's a fake beard, but he thinks, it's, he thinks it's real hair or whatever. But um, they asked, they said, did you did you sterilize this? And she's like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, how are you going to sterilize pubes? I'm just conditioning. Because <laughs> like all the guys in the, you know, all the jackass guys had, had shaved their pubes. And then, uh, I mean, there was a longer gag going on, <laughs> but the guy didn't know that they, were, they gave him a pube beard. <laughs> but, uh, what would he expect? I love I look, that. That's, look where he's at. That's my gal, you know, just, uh, but, but, um, his funny story was, uh, after that I was at a screening and, um, And I know Billy Crystal over the years, and and, uh, he comes up and goes, ah, I just saw that jackass too, you know, oh my God, the... They're gluing pubes on a guy's face, and I go, "Oh yeah, that's that's my wife. That's 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 <laughs> that's, that's that's the old girl." <laughs> and he looks and he realizes, "Holy shit, it really is." So and, and it's pretty uncomfortable for a beat there, but you know, well, what are you gonna
1: do? The I I she, not She's
0: a costume designer, but she did that, you know, because she'll she'll go along with a gag, right? But um, but <laughs> but. But she gets calls still for people saying, hey, will you do makeup? And it's like, I only have one makeup look gluing pubes on a guy's face. That's <laughs> the one thing. If you want Brian Wilson to have a pube beard, I'm your guy. <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: Somehow know another, she just got attached to that? Uh, I think you do it once, you know.
0: <laughs> just one, give one, one pube beard.
1: I couldn't watch uh, Jackass after I watched the one clip of Johnny Knoxville putting a blindfold on and he lets a bull launch wow. at him. The bull just attacks him and he goes flying through the air. And I'm like, what what the fuck? You're a movie (laughs)
2: star, dude. What are you doing? There's so much more to those movies other than that. You'd love that.
0: You would be can't. I can't watch it. It's too yeah, but, crazy. Yeah, but you play clips that are way more Sometimes. Uh, offensive but, or shocking than that. What on the
1: show you mean? Yeah, on your show. If we do it, it's, you know, not for the whole show. You know, Jackass no, no, I mean, is like an show, hour. I know this... Jackass is like an hour and a half of guys getting <laughs> fucking hit in the nuts with shotgun blasts. It's like I can't watch it all. It's too crazy. It's too, you're too sensitive. Well, I, I might be. I, I, you know, you would think that I would be... I, I've seen so many people get fucked up in real life, like right. doing MMA commentary, being that close to the cage. You would think I'd be like, you know that that kind of stuff wouldn't bother me anymore but the stuff like where i know someone's going to get injured still 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 makes gives it me the heebie-jeebies crashes anything ski crashes anything where your leg trip twists backwards and I, you know there's a is slow it because mo you've I'm, had these injuries yeah, is yeah. that why? yeah, yeah well, i've had them. But i know what funny. it's like yeah it's not funny <laughs> once, once I see you see
0: it once you pee blood once it's just not as funny yeah, it's not funny <laughs> it's like yeah. ah.
1: Did you hear about this Japanese chef who's? uh, He says he's asexual. He's twenty-two years old. He auctioned his cock and balls off for uh, a a banquet that he was going to give. He gave a banquet, had his dick and balls surgically removed, Mm. and then served them to uh, the patrons for like I don't know, one hundred fifty thousand yen or something. No, it wasn't. I
0: I don't really think it was that much money.
1: No, it wasn't that much money.
0: It was like pretty cheap.
1: Yeah, how, how crazy! <laughs> I don't know why
0: I'm 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 haggling here. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to figure. Well, you know what would be a shame is if he did all that trouble and then they didn't taste so good. You know what I mean? Sure. His
1: no ba- one showed up. Uh, <laughs> you know, my balls are a little overdone. If, if dicks tasted really good, people would be eating them all the time. There's a reason why you can buy them at the pet store and they, they serve them to dogs. You know, if dick was like better than filet mignon, you know, we would be eating dick. We would be eating animal dick. But, but the
0: Japanese do. I mean, they're always. Do they eat animal dicks? I know they, they eat, eat balls. Yeah, yeah. Balls yeah.
1: are. They actually taste good, though, like Heavy. Rocky Mountain oysters. So you've eaten those? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> but, I mean, people love I'm them. I mean, well, I'm, no, I haven't had them.
0: But people say they love them, you know.
1: Uh, Rocky Mountain Oysters, apparently, to people who have had them, they, they, they taste delicious. Awesome. I just don't think I ever had one.
0: I've never looked down at my junk and said, "Mmm," mm. you know, with some parsley. Yeah. Maybe with some onions.
1: Yeah, it's just imagine if that was the best part of the bowl. To kill a whole bowl just to get his balls. People would do it bull bulls were like the caviar bull balls were the caviar of the the animal kingdom
0: now do you do you uh yeah i don't how do we end up talking about eating balls
1: probably we got on a fear factor subject oh sorry that's m- my it. bad come that's what it was <laughs> it is the people had to drink cum. that's what that's what killed the second season you mean the new season the the newest the yeah. second version that were
0: you bummed out that I got killed no or, i was happy you were like yeah Phew. i was happy yeah That's i, I like,
1: dodged a bullet i could have been doing that show again for another six years
0: because <laughs> they they're doing a reboot of police academy
1: are they really yeah are you gonna
0: do it no no they I, they're not even gonna ask me but i i said that i go yeah they're gonna reboot it like um like how they did uh, uh, Twenty One Jump Street. They're gonna make it a comedy. Oh, sexy and cool. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna, they're, gonna, <laughs> they're gonna make it a comedy this time. Oh, that's... No, I think I annoyed the producers so much that they wouldn't actually have me back in Police Academy. Really? Why? Because I was kind of a dick when we made those movies. I mean, I wasn't like uh, it. W- it wasn't like I was an asshole, but I was also I wasn't like going hey, this is really great what we're doing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I right. be, you know, I, I had a sense of humor about it. I didn't really think, oh, this is the, you know, the finest moments in cinema, you know. So uh, because of that, I was uh, considered a pain in the ass. That, and sometimes I would say, Hey how about at the beginning of the movie we have these bad guys that at the end we could catch and the producer would get really mad like well, what are you trying to do you know they get mad at me for <laughs> trying to try to suggest a plot <laughs> like i just thought maybe if oh, all right
1: did you try to change the tone of the movie <laughs>
0: No, make them grittier. This time did it's you, gonna be real. Did you ever come
1: to them and go, "Listen, man, we gotta do something to mix this up"? This is bullshit. <laughs> Zed wouldn't say this. <laughs> Zed is from the streets, man. A friend of mine is a, a director. And uh, she's a very reasonable person. And uh, she uh, was telling me some great stories about working with actors that would come to them and say, I think my character should be in a bikini in this scene. <laughs> oh. You know, like for no reason. Like this is a mother. She's a mother of four. Yeah. And she's going to answer the door in a bikini, you know. And she has a really like young haircut. I'm thinking like shaved in the sides. Like, bitch, you're 50. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Like they want to like completely rewag. All of a sudden they're creative. You know, they take a Xanax or whatever the fuck they're on. And yeah.
0: They're like, no, I would have. Uh, I remember uh, the guy who played uh, Peppy the clown in uh, Shakes, and he would just just before the scene, just before we say action, we go. I was like, Bobcat, um, I think my character would have a schnauzer. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> What the? F- like, where am I going to go to the fucking schnauzer uh, store? Oh yeah, all right, oh. sure. I'll go get you a trained schnauzer. Let's just uh, do the scene the way it's written. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, the people
1: there. There are certain actors that, when they go onto a movie, you, you sort of assume that they're going to rewrite things, right? Right. There's there certain actors that have that kind of carte yeah, but blanche. you. But you kind of you know you
0: hope folks are on the same page. So so when they're when they're rewriting or changing stuff, it's in the similar tone and it's about the story and it's making it better. You know. Right, but
1: when you have an actor doing that, doesn't that thing get weird?
0: So far, I've I've only, I think, you know, everybody I work with are friends of mine, and they're always people that are on the same page, you know.
1: That's the best. If you can just work with a group of your friends on a a regular basis.
0: Yeah, I mean, I really do think that, like, people thought, like, oh, you work with Robin Williams, you know, that he was going to be spinning out, you know, doing his improvs and stuff, and it was more like, you know, he knew this guy, and any ad-libs or any changes were really valid, you know. Uh, They were his suggestions, you know.
1: I think people confuse Robin's stand-up with his acting. You yeah. Know, and, and, you know, Robin's obviously.
0: interesting. He takes acting really serious. Like, I think he actually thinks of himself as an actor first, you know, because he went to Juilliard and stuff like that. You know, he's a he's a he's a he's one of the best actors in the world. I yeah, mean.
1: I agree. I think as an actor, I think he's amazing. I think I think he's better as an actor than he even is as a stand up. I think he's just incredible. Well, like I, I think photo booth movie. Whatever was that? Yeah, movie one called? hour photo. One yeah, hour photo. Yeah. He's a uh, he's incredible.
0: Well, you should you should check out the the movie he and I made. I would love it's, to. Uh, it's uh, he's you know, it was funny because like before we started to work on it, I was like, is he going to listen to me? You know, am I going to say
3: right?
0: Let's do this one. Just do it kind of mellow, and uh, or is he going to say? Uh, you were in Hot to Trot, and I have an Oscar. So we're going to do it my way. But that's not, he never pulled any shit like that. He was, uh, he was you know, we, we hope to keep making movies.
1: We'll probably do another movie together. Do you feel free from Police Academy?
0: No, I mean I know when I die, the there'll be a photo of me in a police
3: uniform. You know, I mean, there's no way around it. You know, you know,
0: you know, it's there's no way around it. But you know, if people remember me at all, it'll be that way. Yeah.
1: Did you ever have regrets?
0: Um. Yeah. Always. You know. But but I don't. I don't. It just took me almost. It's taken me almost you know twenty five thirty years to get where I am now, and now I make these small little movies. I do stand up so you know to pay my rent, and uh, I'm really happy. So all the things that I would file under regrets actually helped me get to where I am. You know, when
1: you're doing stand up, do you ever uh, are you doing it as you? Are you doing it as your character? No, it's me now. It's me. Know? I think one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, and I think like if I did do the persona in some of the markets, it would be more uh, helpful. You know, because a lot of the country it still is the 80s, you know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, you know, if you like, say, if you go, like hey, what, like Kansas, or yeah, something. And they go, Oh, the guy from police academy, and he's coming, and but he's not going to do that voice. Oh, really? <laughs> Why do I want to go see that? Uh, he's going to tell funny stories, you know, but uh, I think if uh, it's like uh, poison's coming, and they're not doing every rose, st- <laughs> <laughs> that's dark, <laughs> yeah, so uh. But, you know, it was a decision I had to make just because I was back on the road, and I was like, why do I hate the road? And I thought it was because I hated the wacky morning teams and the and the shyster club owners and the shitty opening acts. Sorry, Brian. Hey. And, uh, oh! <laughs> snappity Do oh. No. <laughs> no. I just uh, – I, I haven't even seen your stand-up. I just, he just know had that he's to do it. It was right there. It was just like – no, but – but um. But I realized I just hated doing this persona that I had no connection to anymore. You know, just because people's obligation, people were you know wanted to see it. You did
1: know? you drop it and then go back to the same club like that you were there a year before, and they're like, "Hey, what the fuck?" There's certain clubs I think
0: definitely because you know it, it, what happens eventually is that it, I think it did affect my ticket sales. You know,
1: so there's certain rooms I don't work anymore. But
0: but you know I I, I have to do what I can, so I can hit the pillow at night and feel okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, it's and it's also the idea that you could only be funny as that character, silly, you know.
0: Well, you, I mean, but here's the thing that's funny. It's like back in the day on my early HBO specials, there was material, you know, I was doing stuff about the Iran-Contra hearings and things like that Right. in my act, you know. Uh, but uh, But because of my persona, people didn't understand that there was anything going on in my act, you know. So it never bothered me because I thought it was a great way I could sneak my message in. But in hindsight, um, you know, sometimes sometimes I'll read something snarky when I'm ego surfing on the web. And it'll be like, uh, the guy for police academy, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like going, dude, you watch those movies. That's the only reason you're mad. You know, I, I didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, so, so whatever. You know, I don't. I don't let too much of it bother me because i'm so much into my own thing and and the other thing is funny is is i'm not really nostalgic you know i mean i i'm really always on to the next project i'm always writing after world's greatest dad i wrote five screenplays you know so and uh god bless america is just one of them so i just keep writing all the time
2: windy city heat's one of my favorite movies and there was some talk for a time to to bring a, a second one around uh and i know there's a lot of fans of, of like perry and don and all that and, and they even have a pretty successful podcast did you did you enjoy making this movie did you ever think about making a you know a second one or
0: um only if uh uh only if uh <laughs> if if perry was on board i think i i uh, you know obviously you can't do it without him but but i uh the 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 idea of doing another one you know maybe I, I don't rule it out you know it is i do think it's it's uh it's it's probably the funniest thing I've ever been involved
2: in. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. It had to. You had such a great uh, cast. Or, did you have anything? Any of the? Are these a lot of your friends? Like Dane Dan Cook was in it. Did you just do comedy stand well, up com- with him? Or? No,
0: the, the co- it's a combination of a bunch of different uh, uh, a mm-hmm. bunch of different uh, comedians and their friends and and uh, and actors and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan Polanski <laughs> film. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was the dr-
1: dr- dramatic.
0: Oh, uh, the, the dramatic trailer, <laughs> and when,
1: if people <clears throat> people don't know, can you explain the whole story behind Windy City Heat, or is that too much of a giveaway? I
0: think it's a giveaway. I think people should just watch it. I know people <laughs> who watch it and they think it's fake. Uh, that's that's fine. You know, I I I don't argue it. Kimmel doesn't argue that either. You know, so you know, people just have to explore it on their own. But I do know that I think it is. Uh, it, it's clearly i think the funniest thing i've been involved in
2: really oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. see a lot of people like, don't know it's like, our dreams i guess yes, this is perry on the left and it's don barris in the middle relax. okay guys thanks a lot just call my agent you know if you make a decision thanks
1: okay hey you're carson daly aren't yeah. you hi i'm don barris
2: everyone's in like on the jugs set wearing the fanny pack wearing
3: the jackets <laughs> wearing the hat, I'm looking at I'm looking at myself, or, or somebody that wants to be me, and, and I'm saying, and I'm thinking through my head,
1: this is somebody that needs his ass kicked bad, real bad.
2: Hi. Perry, Hi. Perry Caravolo. So how did it go on um, there? You think you got the role? I don't know. It went good. You know, they want to see one other guy, some scary fairy something. Scary fairy? Is that what you calling me? Perry. Parrot, be Perry. I'm
1: stone. Parrot. Oh, okay. Sorry. Stone Fury. Anyway, right, listen. Good
2: yeah. luck to you, and yeah, I will catch luck. you later. Perry, you should go in. Okay. <laughs> Did you
1: ever worry at any point in time that you're dealing with a crazy person when you were doing this movie? Don Barris. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I worry about that every time I deal with Don Barris. <laughs> I love Don Barris. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. know. I, I, uh, but I but actually, the other Don guy is is a, is a. Is a a great actor, actually. But um, uh, besides being a funny guy, um, I uh, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, of course. I mean, it's, it's 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 really on the edge, man. I mean, it was a really strange and uncomfortable and scary movie to make. I mean, <laughs> it was really fucking
1: weird. It, do you feel bad at all?
0: No, because Perry gets what he wants, and what's he what's he want more than anything is fame. You know?
1: Yeah. Right, but he's crazy. He's not. No, not, he's not. I,
0: I, I mean, you know, as opposed to
1: other comedians. Yeah. <laughs> Stone Fury. Let me tell you a little about Stone. He's a uh, he's a, a hard drinking, hard talking, hard living, tough guy. And we've seen a lot of people for this role. We saw Gandolfini, uh, uh, Leota, Leona. and uh, Wopat. We actually narrowed down the field uh, to yourself and one other actor who we just saw who who was just walked out of here. He was quite. Uh, yeah. Quite yeah. good, Carson.
0: Mm-hmm. Boy, he's good. He's <laughs> <Is> a joke. <laughs> the oh. He's a joke. Yeah. You have oh, to. That's
3: your nobody can that. do
0: uh, this role but me. That's great. Um, wow, he's crazy. So, are, are you ready? It's amazing. And act. Barry, I, I, I'm sorry. A lot of, a lot of directors they say action. I just say and. Thank you. So when you hear me say, and, and you. Then go. Act. Okay. And, act. My name is
1: Stone. Stone Fury. This is my town. Hey, do you get the Bob, vibe? Can you get it? Bob, Bob. Is he seriously, Stone Fury? Stand got Let him. <laughs> <head>. <laughs> very, very seriously. Go back there. I'm so mole. sorry about this. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I know you're excited. Guys, we're just, we're just getting into this. Can you please just step out? Okay. No, no problem, security. Perry. Rock on! Bob. Can you get these guys evacuated from this building?
0: They're gone. That's good. I like. Uh, no, I like what you're doing. Get <laughs>
1: to What what Okay, <laughs> this is not going to make <laughs> like, any sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is we're people. Just, we're are just just not informed TV right now. <laughs> if people are not informed, this is not making any sense. I'm going to have to give. Can I give away a little bit of a? Yeah, spoiler? go right ahead. Uh. All right, the guy Perry. They, they have him convinced that he's a star they make a movie around him he's just a crazy guy and he's crazy enough to actually believe that he really is like a movie star he's the star of a movie and called Windy is, City Heat and so they you basically shoot a movie with him hoodwinked a crazy guy <laughs> Everybody's in. Everybody's Everybody's in in on the joke except him. Yeah, everybody's in on the joke that he's this movie star. And Don Barris tries to
2: ruin. Like, I mean, Don Barris just pretty much tortures him. Like he
1: does. Well, it's brilliant. The thing. It's really brilliant. Once you realize that this guy does not know, and then you realize what a crazy fuck he must be to to let this go this deep without like stepping back (laughs) once and going, "Hey, wait a minute, what the fuck's going on here?"
0: But would you? I mean, if there's giant. You know, trucks out front, and yeah. everybody. And you have your parking spot, and you drive onto the lot, and... and, and,
1: and the, well, he had to sign off and on the, all this and as the, well. And the
0: women love you, and, you know... Yeah, he loves
2: this movie. Uh,
0: but, I mean, when you see the movie, it's really interesting, because immediately, you know, he's making demands, and... And bossing, <laughs> and bossing his intern around—it's so fascinating. It's a, it's a, it's a onion that never stops peeling away. <laughs> Seriously, you know, because I showed it recently in Atlanta, and people had questions, and they said, you know, is Perry real, and so I just called him on the phone. I was, and it's, he's like, he's wow. off and off and running, you
1: know. What does Perry do to take care of himself these days?
0: Uh, you know, he 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 is a uh, a SAG extra. He does show up in movies as a, a SAG extra, and for the longest time, he worked in his family's print shop. That I I heard recently went under,
1: so. Yeah, I didn't know. Windy <coughs>
0: City Heat. It's uh, it, it's like I said. It's it's really a fascinating movie. I mean, yeah. I, I can't say it's not my baby because Don and 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 Mole and and uh, Jimmy Kimmel and all these folks have been doing this for about eleven years before I got involved and directed <laughs> this movie.
2: They had been doing this with the same guy for eleven yeah, years. Yeah, and they still do it today on the Big Three podcast that
1: Don Barris does. So and he still thinks he's a movie star. Oh
2: yeah, they they uh, they actually. It's even gotten crazier. Now. Now because if, if you're especially if you're a local LA guy they have like people like uh, Leeds Mattress the guy goes we won't be beat he's now like a sponsor and he's just a crazy person so you have this guy that you're used to on the mattress guy from the TV commercials here now is a, somehow part of the show and it, it's just it's it, amazing it's, insane. it's I mean, amazing because
0: like if you you know like here's Perry and you go well Perry here's Refrigerator Perry and it really is him so I mean you know all these things kind of made it easier so when you say and here's our still photographer Ansel Adams. Hello, Mr. Adams. You know, what I mean, <laughs> so why wouldn't it be Ansel Adams right. if, <laughs> if I just meant the real refrigerator oh, Perry? <laughs> Dude, I can't figure it out. I used to have backaches when I was making the movie. Going, I was like, "This is insane," you know. Uh, you know, I started thinking people were filming me when I was peeing. <laughs> it got, y- you start getting paranoid and really crazy. Do you
1: have a, no sense of guilt whatsoever? For
0: <laughs> well, the, the, not now. I think <laughs> not now. But I, I know that that he's very happy with what uh, the outcome. When all said and done,
1: he's happy that it gave him a lot yeah, of attention. Yeah, yeah. And, and still does, right? Still and he got sells- paid.
0: He got paid very well when he did it and stuff. So you know, and and um, but uh, you know what, what's? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I I I, I I'll be dealing with this uh, for the rest of my
2: life. <laughs> I love it. I
1: hope there's more. I know Barris never had a problem. Fucking
2: playing clowning the guy oh he's still you know Barris has his hand in like a million different pots now he does the ding dong show we had a podcast here the other day where we had a live ding dong show and it was the craziest thing i've ever seen in my life i was half scared, what's a half what's scared. a live ding dong show uh he it was uh don barris uh aiko tanaka mary jane and they brought uh uh two other ding dongers schizophrenic surfer who's a sch- schizophrenic weed guy he's like smoking weed and and then they have t- uh Tennessee, I think is his name, and who's also from Tim and Eric, and and they they just pretty much had a show, and it was the craziest thing I've. If you watch it, it's 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 like watching a train wreck that you can't look away. It's amazing. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be up on Death Squad soon. But uh, he Don ha- does this shit. He does, you know, like the Ding Dong show. He has the big three. He also has his band, which is an air guitar band, where he has this whole band where people are playing fake instruments that he does almost every single night at the comedy store. This guy, and he does opens up uh, for Kimmel every single day. It, Every single day, he, you know, or whenever Kimmel has a show. He does the warm up. He does the warm up. He is the most Don is a workaholic, and that guy is, you know, fucking working every single day. And he's
1: really good at tricking crazy people. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And he's going to be. He's excellent at it. He's going to be here Friday for the Death Squad show Friday. So tickets are
1: available now at Ice House. Don Don Barris is a motherfucker. He's another one of those guys where I never quite understood why he never got, uh, you know, more recognition. Yeah. He's a funny dude.
0: Well, yes. I mean, but, you know, you, you're implying that show business is based on merit and talent and stuff. Well, know? I just, I, I
1: always it, I hope that someone finds the good ones. Well, but know? I think
0: that a lot of it has to be uh, tenacity and your ability to compromise, you know? I think I think those are the things that really are rewarded in show business.
1: Tenacity, for sure. The ability to compromise. <clears throat> you mean uh, do things you don't really enjoy doing to further your career? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that <laughs> but, can help. Uh, but but, but <laughs> that can help. That's the
3: key.
0: Ingredient. Money is
1: money is the most important thing. Get some money, then you don't have to worry anymore. But do you?
0: But do you? Uh, do you find money does make you happy?
1: No, no, it does not. But it definitely uh, takes away the unhappy feeling of being broke. Right. So it doesn't make you happy. And the but panic, it would, it and then would, yeah.
0: and then and then you know, my thing would be. You know, do things for money, and then and then blow it, because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: it's so self-destructive. Uh,
0: yeah, so now I'm much happier uh, trying to kind of live a life that's way, way smaller. So I don't. Mm. So my nut's not as big.
1: It's a good thing to not have to think about shit like that. More money, more problems. Yeah. Well, there is that that to a certain extent too. You know, but I I remember very clearly when I was young, when I first started making some money doing stand up like like not having to worry about paying my bills anymore. I remember that feeling. Yeah, that was, yeah. You know, it was really when I, I got a development deal from based on stand-up uh, for uh, some Disney thing, and they they gave me, like, a chunk of money, and I remember, wow, there's some money in the bank right now. I don't have to worry about now I, I can stop thinking about my bills for a while. Like, it was a huge, like, weight lift. What was, the, f- like, what was, the, f- what was the
0: first thing you bought, like, without, like, you know what I mean? Like, going, <sighs> like, you know, like Jethro Bodine. Like, what was the first thing you just pointed at and said,
1: I think a massage chair One of those massage chairs <laughs> Really? Yeah <laughs> Those are awesome
0: <laughs> Like a, like a barca lounger That had a yeah, bunch yeah, of
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah You in it It's like Yeah, exactly And did and it, it work? Yeah, yeah Really good a Sharper Image I remember I that it. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. that thing You remember that thing? You threw it away? No, no I still have it oh. actually I That was like the it. first thing you went One of the first things I got When I got some money When I first came out to California And I was on a sitcom that was the first thing I got. <laughs> I got a fucking massage chair. How I just long had you was been so eyeballing cool. it? Like. Oh, well, I, I remember sitting in one of them at a, a mall and going, this is the most amazing God, invention what, of all time. This is how the
0: rich people live. <laughs>
1: rollers and tappers. It goes oh, like this, and, 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 and yeah. down your back. It's really pretty awesome.
0: Someday I'm going to be famous. <laughs> I'm going to get one
1: of these. The the new ones are even better. The new uh, ones, they, they really? your arms go into like cases and it massages your arms and your legs. And oh, it massages man. your legs. Yeah, it's really crazy. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. It, it, it it encases, yeah, it encases your cases leg you. and grabs it. Yeah, and You just
1: have to hope it doesn't go haywire.
0: What the fuck? Turbinator, on
2: you? Earthquake happens. You want to get the fuck out of there. And and it's the your trap. You just sit yeah. there with the flashlight. Clamps you in. <laughs> you can't
0: move. <laughs> <laughs> we've actually, <laughs> actually gone completely full circle.
1: While you're screaming for help, you think, I have to throw this flashlight <laughs> as far away from me as possible <laughs> so it seems like we're not connected. <laughs> this, is, this is how I'm going to go out. <laughs> just throw it down the hallway.
0: I think that's the way to go out though i i know people are always talking about being afraid to be found that way i say you know whatever it's so not
1: your dad it's over Please. it's an opportunity for people to make fun yeah put put,
0: yeah. A, put a rubber fist in my ass asap <laughs> you know you
1: even to you so you're even in favor of faking it yeah yeah oh that's you, beautiful you're I, a team player <laughs> yeah
0: i always always again i know the distance for the laugh you know yeah I mean, that, you gotta that's, do what you gotta do you know, I would only hope someone with a sense of humor would find me <laughs> Well, you, you
1: know there was that video of the guy who got fucked to death by a horse Have you ever, you've seen that video? I
0: haven't watched it, but I know the movie Zoo
1: Yes, exactly
0: I heard you talking about yeah. it, but I, I, I was at Sundance when that movie was there, yeah When that guy or died the year after
1: That guy dying that way yeah. And that video being on the internet That guy gave, like, a huge amount of people a, a big burst of positive energy <laughs>
2: Not a heat, because, not yeah all. because I, mean, I don't watch it i don't see positive because
1: i laugh man there's fucking something funny there's a guy and there's a guy helping the, the horse dick in his ass and it's ridiculous it's talk one about, of the most ridiculous talk about friends. Thing. yeah how do you make guy. that call
0: you go hey uh i want to fuck a horse but i'm gonna need a little help <laughs> and he says how can i help you well you're gonna have to put the horse dick in my ass all right what time Well, they had done
1: it many, many times. (laughs) Three's
0: not good. I have a Manny Patty. (laughs) (laughs) Manny Patty. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to stick it. They did it all yeah I am um,
1: they actually moved see, to Seattle I, just to to do that
0: I think it's weird that you can't watch Jackass, but you can watch that that's well, really it's a quick clip
1: it's really quick,
0: <laughs> so it's about the time yeah it's about i mean if I'm,
1: I'm I'm sitting down watching jackass I'm committing to an hour and a half of you know uh, soccer kicks to the balls and horses right. running over people and yeah, uh get anxiety but a quick clip
3: of a, a guy quick clip
0: ra- of a dude of a guy getting raped to death by a stallion <laughs> fuck yeah, that. I can watch that sure. Over the math Bail does a
1: not add up. <laughs> Fuck it I just. First of all, if there's a guy who's out there willing to do that, you need to know. I just think you need to know to put it in your computer bank of human behavior. This is the full spectrum. You, you should know the full spectrum. You shouldn't right. be shocked by it. But that's not the even the full spectrum.
0: That's only the spectrum when they had a camera handy.
1: True. You know, I mean. Well, they had 100 hours of footage. <laughs> well, this is what happened. The guy bled out. They drive him to the, to the um, hospital the police said, your friend's dad. What the fuck? What's with all the hay and blood around his asshole? <laughs> and then they confessed. And so they had to explain what happened. And on a technicality, it wasn't really illegal because they were living in Washington state. And until this movie Zoo came out, when the movie Zoo came out, they, they changed the law. Right. That was what the actual <laughs> they, I mean, they had to have a fucking movie written about the fact that people were moving to their state specifically so they could get fucked by animals.
0: So his death was, what, a, a romantic spat?
1: It was a, 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 bl- a blip of laughter, a happiness, <laughs> I mean, a smile, the, <laughs> uh, the feeling of, if your life is fucked up and you're you know, in credit card debt and you don't but know I, what the fuck you want to do with yourself and you, somebody I, sends you a clip of a guy getting fucked to death by a horse, but you I mean, how put it all in down perspective. How far
0: do you go before that's what floats your boat?
1: It's not floating anybody's boat. What it is is, oh, as No, not him, the person
0: watching it. I'm talking the about the guy who's it. doing it. Like, how do you get to that point?
1: Well, here's the other thing. He also has piercings all over his balls. And this is why they're related. They think that people who get a lot of, like, genital piercings and things along those lines may be suffering not just from trauma, childhood trauma, which most likely there is some of that, too, and sexual trauma usually but also that they might have a disorder that makes it very difficult for them to feel pain like a normal person so they try to get pain right. so they do things like pierce themselves in very sensitive areas and you know uh, things right. things along those lines and that might also be connected to the idea of letting a horse fuck you it's like <laughs> you know what i mean like they need like an extreme sure. sensation they sure. have a need for extreme sensation and that makes sense that makes sense too to me if you just think about the variations in and behavior and people that you've met. Well, I could see it being completely haywire and being like that. You know, that may ball piercings needs a horse dick in his ass. It's just the spectrum. And in the fact. guy was like, the guy was like an architect, man. Yeah. He was like a professional dude.
2: They probably yeah. have a lot of qualities that are all t- together. You yeah, know, like like or like when they get married. You know, he, the guy takes on the woman's last name or something like that. Those same same kind of group
1: of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess so That is some weak shit <laughs> When a guy takes on the woman's name I know name. that is some weak shit you, 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 I saw That's an, a battle you're already losing Yeah
2: I saw uh, some, some front, What reality show was it Where they, some guy did that recently oh, Shit, what I can't remember
1: Well I knew a dude who uh, The, the hyphen, hyphen names are even worse If you co- combine oh, right.
2: You combine both of your last names Into yeah. one last
1: name Well, that's, you know, That's <laughs> our mayor you know our mayor in, uh, in California? What, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Agu- Aguilarlo? What? I don't know. What the fuck is his name? No, it know doesn't, know it doesn't even matter, does it? That's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> but it does matter because it, what, it, what it, his name is, his name was like, okay, now I have to pull it up. His name was not a Latino name. And he oh, combined right, his right, name right. with his wife's name. It became a Latino name. They got divorced. He kept that. <laughs> it was ridiculous. See, that's
2: the kind of person that gets fucked in the ass by a horse. Uh, did you ever? I know uh, uh, Steve Martin. You said that was one of your influences uh, uh, for stand-up, I guess uh, so. So was mine. Uh, did you ever get to meet Steve Martin? Did you have any yeah. uh, cool Steve Martin story? Well,
0: or? I mean, I, I get you know. Now, if I see him, he, we we <laughs> we will be friendly. But the first time I met him, I was doing Letterman, and and he said, uh, he goes, "Hi, Howie." he thought I was Howie Mandel. Oh, no. Yeah. And Howie's a nice guy and everything. But I felt like a Ming Vaz that got hit with a ball-peen hammer. I was like, oh, I'm not Howie Mandel. All
1: right. That's
0: hilarious. Nice to meet you, Mork. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say that back. Was... So
1: you just played the role as Howie for uh, I Steve did, Martin? actually. I
0: put a rubber glove on my head. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I forgot about that. But the mayor of Los Angeles, his name is Tony Villar, that's his real name. He calls himself Antonio Villarragosa. Yes. He he completely Latinoed the fuck out of his name. He combined his name with his wife's name. And then when they got divorced, he just kept riding the Latino <laughs> bull. That's ridiculous. That's cute. That shouldn't be legal. That seems like that seems like a a hoax. What? You shouldn't be able to just change your name and. and, and oh, you mean just yeah. to, for voters? Well, yeah, it just seems like it's a, it seems unethical.
2: I know a couple of girls that want to change their names.
1: That, Especially that. if it's your fucking former wife's name, man. That's ridiculous.
0: Well, I think it's weird when you get a divorce and then the person still keeps the name. That's, yeah. That's yeah, that's weird, weird too. Not it's unless you have weird. kids, so it's less confusing, but, you know.
1: Well, they can do it forever, too. They can keep that shit forever. Like once they change their name, they, just, they could just Oh, keep they could it. just rock it forever. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh. It should expire. should totally expire. Yeah. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. <very> how <laughs> could you be married for a year and that woman becomes...
0: How many years you were living with that person is how long they could have your name. Oh, maybe? yeah, yeah. How's that?
1: That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, because you can't But even marry then, if- that's ridiculous. It should be half the time. Get over it.
0: Did it you? should be, yeah. I think, uh, you know. Well, for me, alimony is crazy because I'll be paying it until my ex-wife passes away Whoa. or gets remarried. Yeah.
1: What? Yeah. How does that work? Well, how are you responsible me, for Joe, a human for the Look rest? at me. I'm looking at you. She had to fuck
0: this. No. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know I mean I think it's a. Not, but that sounds bizarre That people can never well, Get their life ca- together Without you
0: Yeah well, That's I'll, it
1: You tainted her You I ruined her She can't make a living There's how, no way It's impossible How are you
0: gonna hold up To Bob's Scratch Gold Farm <laughs> After this Yeah <laughs>
1: But it seems like you know, like w- w- why should you be responsible for her for the rest of your life? If another you're not adult, together anymore? another adult. Yeah, yeah it's so it's weird. It's a childish law.
0: Yeah, it's terrible. But, it's foolish. You know, but but when you get married, you know that's. You know, you don't expect that you're going to get divorced, so, you know, right. you're not thinking about that. I mean, I guess if you did, you were kind of, I guess that'd be healthier, but it's also kind of a pessimistic way to enter a relationship.
1: Just, the law is just so preposterous. It's just so ridiculous that you should have to pay for her forever. Like, Why? Why? Why this is, is it? A, did you take from her her ability to make a living? Did you take from her her ability to take care of herself? Of course, she didn't.
0: No, but I think it's, it's it stems from a very old timey kind of thing, like yeah. you know when the woman stayed at home and and you know weren't allowed to be professional and, and get a job and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, but the, it's it's weird how many shit laws like that are in place. It's like whenever there's a situation where someone can get fucked. It, you know, and, and you do see it, like in the case of divorces and in, in, in like something like your case where you have to pay someone for that many years. It is very, very frustrating. It's very frustrating to watch. It's very frustrating to see something that's not logical. You know. Well,
0: it's not logical, but you know, it's like the old street joke. Uh,
1: you know, why is divorce expensive? Because it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. doesn't fuck with your head that you have to send alimony. It's, uh,
0: it's worth it. Sometimes, sometimes when I'm you know, when I when I booked the uh, gathering of the juggalos. Oh, did you do that? Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. It's part of the alimony. You had tour. a bunch of
2: training, I bet. What was that like? from well,
0: I don't know. It's coming up. Oh, oh
3: Jesus!
2: And you have your spinning training. You could probably dodge <laughs> still. Yeah, know? I could. Yeah,
0: I'll go back to the serpentine. <laughs> yeah. Serpentine.
1: Holy shit, dude! That's a sweet gig. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and you, you think about that when you and you get those gigs?
0: Yeah, when you get a call like that, and you don't. And actually, when I got the call for the the Gathering of the, <sighs> the Juggalos, I didn't think of it as a money gig. I was like, Yeah, all right, uh, I'm there. Whatever, man. This is gonna be awesome.
1: That's going to be crazy nice. <laughs> why, why are you smiling at me again? Nothing It's, it's hilarious I like
0: taking gigs That, that other people wouldn't I, I do enjoy that For some reason I don't know why Did
1: you take time off Of doing stand-up?
0: Yeah I did for years When I was directing The Kimmel Show
1: How much uh, time Did you take off?
0: It was Then it was probably About three years Maybe like about five Altogether yeah. What
1: what drew you back in?
0: It was It, it was You know Going back Making a, a living Doing it was, was what What drew me back in Yeah I mean, you know, I, I, I don't like putting that out there. It's like, hey, and now coming to the stage, a guy who's only here to make money. It's Bobcat <laughs> Goldthwait phoning it in. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Did you feel like you were phoning in? Or when you uh, did it, you actually just went out there no, and No, no. When I got comedy. back, I tried to do comedy. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: I have a, a blue-collar uh, background, so my whole thing is actually trying to go out and do a show for people, you know? I mean, it sounds corny and stuff, but... If if you're there to see me, I try to work really hard. Now, if I end up being on a bill with other comics, then I don't mind screwing around. you know what I mean? Like at a comic relief when I would dress up as Christ and do magic tricks, you know? Right. Water to wine, wine to water, tap the deck, and back to rice again, you know? And I was the amazing Christo and stuff. But, I mean, that that's an example of me just having fun. But, but if you come out to see my show, I, I am going to work really hard. I mean, you know, you don't want
1: to uh disappoint people that actually paid to see you. I uh, yeah, I feel the exact same way and I know what you're saying about it sounds kinda corny, but it's uh it's uh, it's admirable. You know, I mean that's the relationship, that's how it's supposed to be. They they're paying and you want to do the best fucking possible job you can to, to just the fact that you're asking people to pay to hear you talk Sounds ridiculous. Yeah, you got
0: to work really hard. <laughs> you got to
1: work really hard. You work
0: really hard. But, you yeah. know, uh, my friend John Evans and I always say this, it's kind of true. Uh, unfortunately, in comedy, you're, you're trying to keep the dumbest person in the room occupied. You know what I'm saying? Uh And that's why, like, when, you know, I do like making these small indie movies because, you know, the dumbest person goes to Battleship. You know what I mean?
1: Do you think that in this day and age that that has to be the case, though? No,
0: I think now that's why that's what's exciting about podcasts. That's what's exciting about, you know, people are talking to their audience. I think it's it's great. Like, some people go, uh, think that, well, you know, alternative comics or comics that just perform for their podcast crowds. You know, that's copping out. That's, you know, it's harder just to be a bar comic. And it's like, well, what's the big deal being a bar comic? You know, making every crowd... Again, now, if you can... I never heard
1: that argument. That's a hilarious argument. You
0: know, if you make every crowd... If you can perform for every crowd And kill I guarantee you Your act is about absolutely nothing but, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah I, I guarantee you There's some puppets involved Or something
1: There's nothing wrong With finding a crowd And the idea that You know You find your own crowd That's gonna soften you up No it's, way it's preposterous No
0: Because that's like If anybody interesting You ever watched When they found their own crowd That's when they took off yeah. You know Like Pryor yeah. or, or, or Bill Hicks even or You know what I mean yeah. People who had something to say
1: Yeah Once you have people That are expecting you to to be you, then you're you're fine. You don't have to. Everybody's got their own sense of humor, man. And to to just just have a show that says comedy is like just having a show that says music. <laughs> yeah, you know, and not yeah. knowing if it's going to be Barry Manilow or Guns and Roses or what the fuck it's yeah. going to be. You know, yeah, exactly. It's just weird that comedy is so it's so generic, you know, in its term. Well, it's supposed to be, yeah, yeah, but it's in the, in its actual application, though, it's very. It's very very different
0: And it's very personal You know The idea that like Well I didn't like your act And it's like Well you know I I don't want to be rude But I, I probably wasn't Trying to
1: entertain you That Holtzman guy That I was telling you Is one of the funniest guys ever That people don't know of Uh, I brought some friends to the comedy store, and they said, you were so funny, LOL, but I have to tell you, that one guy, oh, my God, he needs to give it up. (laughs) He is just not funny. (laughs) It's so mean, exclamation point. (laughs) See you at work. (laughs) See you on the set. (laughs) Like, oh, okay. Everybody's different, man. That, That Twilight lady sells a lot of fucking books, man. Yeah, that's true. People like it, you know, but to you or I, it's shit, Would we want to read it? No. Would we be angry if you wanted to talk about it? Probably. But it doesn't mean it shouldn't exist.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's like in the new movie, you know, in God Bless America... um, People will go, well, this character should just turn off the TV. And it's like, <laughs> well, if you try to avoid this stuff, then you can't. The movie would suck. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> the fuck so wrong over. with you, He stupid. turns the TV off, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't kill anyone. He says, oh,
1: I'm going to go read a book. What kind of fucking movie you want, kid? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Like, people are going, how could <laughs> I do the Q&A? And people are going, they don't get caught, man. They get caught. It's like, <laughs> it's a movie, man. You know, you know. I wasn't going to have a scene where I kept cutting back to Harvey Keitel in front of a map going, I got to get inside their brain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got to figure out where they're going to
0: hit next. <laughs> that would be funny if you
2: did do
1: that, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a random. <laughs> <Harvey
3: Keitel. laughs>
1: That's the end of the movie. To be continued, <laughs> to be con- dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Harvey Keitel looking down at a map. Uh, one <laughs> yeah. day. In the desert.
0: They seem to be killing reality stars. Someone quick get over to the Kardashian's house. <laughs> ASAP. I figured it out. That's the pattern.
1: What what is it like to you to have grown up in an era with no internet, to grown up in an era with uh, you know, doing stand-up as a teenager with all these like real comics, to seeing shit like reality stars, to seeing shit like the Kardashians and Jersey Shore right. and Housewives of this and that what is that? Is it freak you out at all? Does it worry no, you about the the course of our culture?
0: Well, I think yeah. I mean, you know, it is. What? Why do? What's the point of these shows? What's? Why are we fascinated? What? Why are? Why is it? You know, it's the Coliseum. You know, that's what we're doing now. We're taking our weak and and our dumbest, and we're making entertainment out of them. You know,
1: <laughs> like uh, Perry.
0: Uh, <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> I, so I said that. Well, I mean, you know, maybe uh, maybe you are what you hate. I mean, maybe that's why I made the new movie, you know. Uh, uh, K- Kimmel said that, actually. <laughs> he said that Frank would shoot the people who made Windy City. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but that's hilarious. Uh, I
0: think, uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't get as angry about them, their success and stuff. I'm more angry at... Uh, our appetite for the distraction
1: do you have an appetite for it
0: i used to and i actually just like the character about about four or five years ago i said i'm out you know i'm not watching anymore of well, stuff. what were
1: you what were you watching
0: i would i would watch the freak show part of american idol you know? <laughs> and then i started feeling really guilty and i was like i was like i'm out man I'm out. I'm out
1: yeah that was what was good about it what was good about it was that it was terrible
0: And then I said, "I can't do this." I go, "I, I, the, 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 you know, the little ting it takes out of my soul, I'm out."
1: Can you watch people bomb?
0: Yeah, I have no problem watching. Doesn't bother you at all? Oh, it it feels right. (laughs) (laughs) Like watching people, watching people eat shit is probably one of the few things that entertains me in a comedy club. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have no compassion for them. (laughs) You know, I think it's great. I love to watch someone eat shit. Why is that? Because because it, it, cause here's the thing. It's like, here's something at one point that I took really serious. And you're trying to think that it's just easy. Or you're just thinking that. Well, oh, how about they
1: just bombing? They're just, well, I mean, it's they like don't a, f- have to be thinking again, that. Again, again, mm. like
0: a talented comedian bombing is hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know. Uh, I don't is it really oh my god Kevin Meany bombing is the funniest fucking thing on the planet (laughs) okay
1: you know I I can see that he's very animated very funny guy it's the
0: best Kevin Meany bombing I don't care my jokes don't go over that's that's, yeah but that's just
1: Kevin Meany that's not even real bombing he's singing he's having a (laughs) joyous time real bombing is not knowing what's coming out next so what's next and you're just eating it up there and you can't can't remember your material, and your fucking mouth is dry. And yeah, bricks of shit are tumbling out of your mouth. You're trying to pass them off as gold to the crowd.
0: It sounded like
1: an Eminem song there. Overhyping every fucking premise because you're gonna. This is the one that's gonna turn this set around.
0: I'm telling you, if you threw some beats to that, Jack, you just went on. That's an Eminem
1: song. I, I feel it. I feel it, yo. I'm from the street. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the streets, man. I'm from... Every, isn't everybody from a fucking street? Are yeah, man, hear, Who's from the prairie? I'm
0: from the cul-de-sac, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> I'm from the... I, uh, I'm from such a New York, bitch. <laughs> you were around when uh, you you saw America pre- and post-crack, too. That's something people in their late 40s uh, have seen something that most people in this country didn't know existed. There was a pre- and post-crack period. Right. And a lot of people aren't aware of that. Like, crime and cities and things accelerated dramatically. Accelerated,
0: yeah. And that was about the same time that we dumped, uh, you know, our, our mentally ill people out on the streets. was the Reagan years. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you
1: remember when Reagan was, like, the enemy? Do you remember when yeah, everybody now hated Reagan? Now, now Obama's <laughs> quoting him
0: and stuff. It's so weird. But Reagan, you know... Uh, you know, I remember like when they dumped the uh uh mentally ill and homeless folks on the street, it was like a switch. It wasn't like it, yeah. was, it was almost like instantaneously homeless people everywhere, yeah, yeah and it was how, totally different and how uh you know so that's like you know when people say you know the way we treat the mentally ill in our country you know is we just choose to ignore them you or know? we
1: put them in movies
0: or <laughs> You're not going to let it go, are you? Because I've had people say, because of the new movie, you know, what if somebody w- saw it and then went out and yeah. killed people? And, you know, I have two responses to that. One is if you could make people killers by making movies, the military would make more films. And the other is, is if we're going to start banning violent works of fiction, we need to start with the Bible. Those are my two. Ooh, there. I've said my very piece. Very
1: good. Very good. One. Yeah, it's I, it's ridiculous the the idea that you can't have violent fiction. Is, it's well, fun. Well, violent well. fiction is great, and it's actually been proven to instead of uh, give people the need to go and commit crime, it actually satiates that crime. Just like like porn does for people. Porn, like people that have access to porn, are less likely to rape. There's like statistics that show this.
0: But the 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 thing is is, is is if you the, with the killers, it's. What, when people do do a Columbine and stuff, it's easier to blame Marilyn Manson than to look. Those kids weren't even Marilyn Manson fans, first of all. Yeah. It's just like some witch hunt. And and the thing is, is whenever someone does snap, there's always, like uh, Gabby Giffords, you know, when someone snaps, that kid gave off a ton of signs it didn't, it didn't happen one day he, yeah. you know the teachers didn't want to show up when he was in his class and they have security so we have like this whole ostrich you know we stick our head in the sand when someone's crazy and just hope that they don't snap instead of if you're on the left you want them to get help if you're right let's say you want them incarcerated but the way we treat people who are dangerous now with absolutely having no policies at all is way more dangerous than my goddamn movie so get off my dick
1: yeah, I hear you. And those <laughs> Columbine kids, weren't they on antidepressants? Weren't they on something?
0: Mm. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know I'm pretty sure that. they were.
1: I, know I, that they I believe they were on something. Columbine.
2: Antidepressants. It's probably probably the hottest kind of drug right now, Columbine antidepressants.
1: You imagine imagine living in that town and that town is forever attached yeah, to a fucker It's the Columbine. Yeah. You know, you can say, don't go all Columbine on me. Right, 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 right. That's that school. That's crazy. I mean, that's that uh that that neighborhood forever attached to to a uh, yeah, they run antidepressants. Yeah. Well, they say that
0: like uh, a lot. There's certain amounts of antidepressants that aren't good for teens. Obviously, that might be a case.
1: I think there's a lot of people. I mean, the, the antidepressant thing is a very. It, it's it's not an exact sort of a a methodology (laughs) they they give them to you and they go well try this tell us how you feel and you can say I feel great and he's like good we're gonna keep you at this dose you can say um I'm just not feeling enough okay we're gonna crank up your dose like they it's all based on you saying you know how you how are you doing with this medication this one sucks we're gonna try something new I've had friends that have gone through the three or four different medications that tells me that there's a lot of yeah it's not exact yeah
0: or or friends who suddenly the personality's gone yeah which Ooh, is weird too That's spooky
1: That's like Yeah I've, I've seen people Like everything becomes okay 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 <laughs> You know they, just start, they stop caring They just doesn't Whatever they're on Whatever which one it is Just shuts it all off It's okay yeah.
0: Right now my cat Peeps LaRue Is on some heavy shit Your it's, cat is on some yeah, shit she's, uh, Yeah She's Hopefully she'll be off of it soon But yeah She's a little zonked out What is she on? I don't know. Whatever we're giving her, every once in a while she will find them in the corner. She like doesn't. She spits them out. She's like Angelique Jolie
1: and curl <laughs> interrupted. I'm like Peeps Larue is spitting out her antidepressants. Well, you know, um, cat tranquilizers are actually a, a, a famous drug. Yeah, but what ketamine. are they? Yeah, ketamine. But I don't yeah. think she's on ketamine because.
0: No? Cause uh, one of them, my wife had a syringe in her mouth, and she got some in her under her
1: gum. And she goes, oh I, no! She goes, I hope it wasn't me, Jesus Christ. I, I might be
0: going in a K hole tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you had to inject this fucking cat. Well, okay. in, inject it in a, in a pill too. Wow. wow inject your cat good fucking luck
0: well i inject uh, uh the widow madeline perman gets her insulin twice Ooh. a day you have a cat that needs insulin yeah yeah
1: whoa wow. dude she's 15 years old holy shit man i have a lot of cats do you, do you want do you want <laughs> how many one cats do you have i have four cats that ain't a lot of cats. Joey Diaz has eleven. Oh, really? That's oh, a good. lot of cats. Oh,
0: I should talk to Diaz about it then. Yeah. That's good. Oh yeah. Joey
1: Diaz lives in a two bedroom apartment <laughs> with eleven cats. It smells delicious. It smells. It's beautiful. He says he cleans the litter box every day. You got it. Like, That's not enough. I got I got That's four, four cats. cats. I got
0: four boxes. No waiting. You yeah. know. Yeah. So I uh, have two cats, two boxes. What are your cats'
1: names? uh oliver and spaz spaz yeah. and why is spaz was that she's just... just when she was a kitten she was a, she would just run out of the room like something was chasing her out of nowhere <laughs> like and cl- clashing at <laughs> things and she was always knocking things over she's 15 years old and she's still actually yeah. like a kitten it's that's weird.
0: uh i uh i i probably am not so crazy about mankind but i i've got a lot of love for little animals every that's time i bring hilarious. a cat home my wife's like she goes, stop it. She says, you're the Schindler of cats. because <laughs> you, you find rescue... cats that are yeah, 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 yeah. Like
1: Squeaky Fromm. I had a dog named Squeaky Fromm. Did you? Yeah. Redhead? No. Oh. No, she was uh, <laughs> She was uh, brown. But you named her Squeaky Fromm? Yeah. That doesn't even make sense.
0: <laughs> squeaky Fromm had well, red hair.
1: Well, when I, when I met her, uh, her uh, voice was gone because she was in the pound. And when she was barking, she lost her voice. So, so she was like, squeaky. All right. <laughs> So well, I call the squeaky. From.
0: My squeaky from is because uh, she'll kill for me. No, <laughs> to she, kill for. She'll kill for me. She. I can tell her to kill. No, she. Uh, is squeaky from because was a dodgy redhead that I found on the streets of Hollywood. Uh,
1: so. I forgot. That, I didn't even know that squeaky from was a redhead. I don't think I. That was a wee bit before my time. But she. She didn't. act did she actually attempt to kill no. Ford? No. Yeah, she
0: tried to kill Ford. Yeah. She wasn't, the, uh, she wasn't on any of the creepy crawlies. She wasn't on any of the the Manson uh, uh, kills. She was just uh, she lived at the Spawn Ranch, and then uh, I love the fact that I know all this about her and I didn't know who the fucking mayor was.
1: Velaregosa <laughs> 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 Antonio Velaregosa but, uh, yeah,
0: so so squeaky from peeps Lulu, uh, the oh the detective carla whiskerson that's the uh, the latest cat,
1: and they blamed all that stuff on on uh l s d yeah, that's what they blamed on, you know, they blamed this most recent Miami attack. did you see this guy who bit the guy's face off? yeah, the you, uh, uh, look photos. yeah, I did see the photos, don't pull them up though, don't show them yeah, on YouTube. how dare you um but the um the 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 police are saying that the guy was on some new crazy potent form of l s d that's what they're saying. But it's not LSD at all. It's, it's stuff called bath salts. Do you know what bath salts no. are? That's what he was on? Yeah, he was on bath salts. Wow. It's like, it's like a crystal meth that you can sell legally because they they modify one of the molecules. So do you know, like, for a long time, like... Are
0: you saying bath salts?
1: Bath salts. That's what they call it. Okay. They call it bath salts, and they can sell it in head shops and, and in different places. But essentially, it's like a form of meth. It's it's really and it's legal. See, if you have uh, just one molecule, something's different from an illegal drug. You can make like cousins that have like very similar side effects, right. similar effects, and that's what they've done. So they they've it's it's essentially like a super potent form of meth. And this guy took it and ate a guy's face.
0: But did, does it make you? Does it make you hallucinate? I mean, I don't know what he, the fuck it does to you. Did he it obviously think the guy was a do. roast?
1: <laughs> I think he just went fucking crazy. I just think he went completely crazy. There was another guy I think that was on meth that cut some guy's heart out recently. Yeah, I think I think some people you get the right mind with the right, right. substance and they just completely lose their shit.
0: But this guy who was eating the face, he kept eating the face. Yeah, that's why it's eating. newsworthy. I mean, he was e- no, you he seriously the guy's whole face like you saw you, it. Right? Like people bite all the time in yeah. fighting, but but. The fact that he was swallowing and then went back for more.
1: He ate the guy's face. He held him down. He ate his nose. You know, and the guy was screaming and, and writhing. So the guy
0: was uh, not unconscious. This the guy, guy was conscious was, the whole time. He ate While his this face guy while ate his face? Yeah, he
1: was conscious while the guy wow. ate his face. That sounds and, to the lamb shit. Yeah, and the guy, I mean, he ate his whole face, for people who don't know. <laughs> I mean, his entire front of his face is missing. His nose is missing. His eyebrows are missing. The guy just, it took a while. The guy ate him for a while. It's really incredible. Wow. Was this guy part chimp? Oh, no, just a regular <laughs> dude. Well, we're all part chimp, Bob.
0: <laughs> apparently. Unless you believe in the Bible. We're all part chimp, uh, apparently,
1: if you give me uh, red wine and... Uh, and bath salts.
0: <laughs> And some bath salts. I might bite <laughs> your face off.
1: Yeah, that's a... I wonder if this guy has a squeaky clean record. Who, the guy who bit the, the face off? Yeah, here's his I face.
0: I no, no, dude. Oh, no, oh good. <laughs> <not the> <laughs> For the folks, who, you're no, very that's weird. A picture no, of lasagna. you didn't want to see that face, and I and I didn't either.
1: <laughs> I've seen it already. Oh, you saw it because, yeah, like, sometimes see it again. I
0: listen to the show. I'm surprised the stuff that you will watch and look at. Like what? Uh, j- things that are violent. You'll say, "Hey, check this out." There's a guy who gets his arm ripped off, or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, I will
1: look at them like tigers was, in the zoo. Yeah, someone getting, guy reaches uh, in to take a picture and uh, they pull his whole exactly. fucking arm off. It, yeah, I saw that video. <laughs>
0: I like those videos, and <laughs> then you play yakety sacks under them.
1: <laughs> What's yakety sacks The
0: Benny Hill thing. <laughs> <I like that>. <laughs> <laughs> Makes
1: anything funny. Getting your arm ripped off at the zoo. Oh, you <laughs> fucking silly bitch. Again,
0: the guy who... Now, did the guy reach in, or did the lion just, just grab Well, there's a few
1: of them out there. There's a few videos. But, I mean, a, So, in individual circumstances, I think a lot of them, the guys are reaching in, trying to take pictures. Oh, Okay. <clears throat> One of them, a guy got too close. He sat with his back to the lions, <laughs> and so that they could take a photo of him. And the lions oh, reached got, through yeah. <laughs> and grabbed, grabbed him. <laughs> him. And as they pulled him close, they bit him. And then they got his arm through, and they just ripped his arm off his body. Wow. Yeah. And Whoopsies. On, is that
0: on YouTube?
1: Well, a couple of them. Some of them are on Live Leak. They're on different websites. Like they'll find them on YouTube and they'll remove them because they're so gory. Yeah.
0: See, there's so many things that are so gory that I don't want in my head. You know <clears> what yeah. I mean? And I know that. When the Alzheimer's kicks in, that will be the only thing that will be in a loop. In like my- a screensaver. <laughs> yeah, my screensaver will be a guy getting his nuts chewed off by a tiger. And go, <laughs> That's so funny. You know, I do know that like when I'm senile, like two girls in one cup is going to be the only thing I can remember. And it will be like, let's not go see Grandpa. He just talks about girls pooping and drinking it.
1: <laughs> I think it's amazing that things like two girls, one cup can be that viral. That something can literally hit millions and millions sure. and millions of eyes. I think
0: actually something like that is what will cause uh, world peace. Or as you say, the hundredth monkey. <laughs> you know, It will be two girls in one cup. That will be the universal so? thing. Yeah, because it transcends nationalities and...
1: That's where it starts? That's That'll where the revolution starts? <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. We realize we're all the same? Yeah. because hey A hundred la- million people have seen this.
0: Because we're laughing at the same thing, man. Because <laughs> we all, not laughing, but we all have the same reaction. and That may stop wars. That may <laughs> turn everything around, man. Well, it
1: doesn't, not everybody has the same reaction. Some people are probably beating off to that. <laughs> right? Well, again. That's, I mean, there's a reason why there's that shit, that shit porn is out there.
0: Right. I yeah. Do they beat off to that? Oh,
2: yeah. I, mean, I bet do. people are beating yeah. off to that face pic of that
1: guy, the zombie guy. <clears throat> Maybe. Maybe they are. It's probably two people at least. Sure. You, if you, you could think it, someone's doing it. That, uh, that Japanese guy cut his dick off and served it. Mm-hmm. You would say no way. Just when we were kids, you would say no way. You know, In the 1980s, you would say no. No one's doing that. No one's cutting the dick off and serving it. That's an urban myth. But they, they what have kind of wine photos? do you serve with that? I would say a white wine. A white wine? Yeah, you Is don't want a, <laughs> a lusty red wine <laughs> was, when you have no dick. Now, if it was, <laughs>
0: if it was a woman's genitals, it's definitely a fish. Oh,
1: yeah, right. So that would be a white wine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how dare you? Well, it's how an eel. How dare you? It's an eel. You would have white wine with eel. A eel.
0: How's yeah. your cock? It's good. No, I really don't. know. you didn't eat all of it. I know. Here's the thing. I just, <laughs> my eyes are bigger than my stomach.
1: <laughs> when I came in here. Imagine if you had to throw some of his cock in the garbage because they didn't finish I, it. No one finished or it. Or reheating the cock <laughs> in the microwave the next day. Don't take it so hard. And since know? when is cannibalism legal? How are you allowed to serve people f- human food? No. Food human. If, if you
2: serve yourself, I guess maybe it, it doesn't matter. Is that, matter. Is
1: that the, the loophole for cannibalism?
0: I guess. I guess if you eat yourself. I, I mean, what's the difference between that and when you chew the skin on your fingers? Yeah.
1: When I eat my hair. Whoa. Yeah, but that's if you eat yourself. Who the fuck? What kind of fucking doctor removed that guy's cock? <laughs> I mean, uh, where where in sure the was, Hippocratic Oath?
0: It was the same doctor that did Kanye West mother's uh, lipo. I'm guessing. Oh <laughs> no, you didn't! Oh
3: come
1: on! Oh no, you didn't!
0: Oh, oh no, he didn't!
1: Damn, Kanye's is gonna get... <laughs> Oh no, he didn't!
0: Well, I mean, what kind of doctor are you? Said Can- they're what not kind of like doctor? one out of a hot
1: dick. They're not someone at a top notch hospital, is what I'm saying. That's not a doctor. I mean, a doctor's supposed to. That's like a Against the unless in Japan it's different. Maybe, this Maybe the doctor, doctor felt different.
0: that this this guy probably had some sort of mental disorder that felt that his penis was holding him back. So this guy was helping him by removing his penis.
1: Well, he, say, he said he was asexual. You know that he does not not that he's not male or not female, but both. But what he meant was that he has no desire for sex. Nothing.
0: Yeah, that he had no need for his yeah. junk.
1: That. That's probably like abuse, right? Wouldn't you assume?
0: I'm guessing this guy was in his 50s.
1: No, 22.
0: <laughs> 22 and you're done? Wow. You're over your Twenty two. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What kind of chef are you at 22?
1: <laughs> well, he apparently
0: didn't go to one of the finer know, culinary right? You'd schools. You save your
1: dick for later when right. you're really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, when you know what you're doing. Oh, I should have T-boned it. I should have butterflied it. <laughs>
1: Now, the way the sauce that I use now with cockamole Oh my goodness (laughs) Cock and balls Everybody,
0: all they said was they could taste the butter That's all they tasted There is no fennel Get some (laughs) cockamole
1: Removes cock Fish dicks in his mouth This poor fucking guy, man I mean, just think of what a ridiculous idea that is and How years later Well, that's the thing Think about
0: what you did in your youth And then you, you know what I mean? I mean, now I don't feel bad about being in Police Academy 2
1: and 3 and 4. <laughs> <laughs> at yeah. least I didn't
0: cut my cock off and serve it.
1: Yeah, this guy, he had this. Oh, my God. There's photos of it. All right, oh, my God, it. dude. Okay, Heart Chaos. Go to Heart Chaos. <laughs> I'm not going to see that. I don't care. <laughs> well, it's it's shit. it's like Google dressed at home. up as food. I don't want to see it. All right, just Google it. Like 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 you, like, you like, need to look at it. You like need I, to look at exactly. it exactly.
2: Like I don't want to see it. Like if I get Alzheimer's. was it boiled
1: or was it cooked? <laughs> it looks like I don't want to tell you, man. He's slicing it up. The oh, end of, okay. It's hardcore, man. So it's like sashimi. Yeah. No, it's cooked. <clears throat> it's cooked dick and balls. <laughs> this is horrific, man. This guy like cut his stick. fucking dick and balls off and made people eat it. And who's eating it? Uh, a bunch of people. They have to pay like, a lot it? of all, a lot of money per per uh, table. And now they're all in
0: the same frat. Oh
1: god, this is scary. <laughs> shit, Kanye man. probably.
0: It's, it's Pledge Week,
1: motherfucker. <laughs> I just, you know, I would love to just, just talk to the guy. Are you sure? <laughs> you know, man, let's let's think this over. Even if you, you know, you don't want to have sex anymore, you don't have to remove your dick. Yeah, like you can just not have sex. That's an right?
0: angry breakup. Yeah. That's a really angry breakup. Yeah, his dick did something. He's like
1: saying, you know,
0: fuck you. I'm going to eat my dick now.
1: Wow. There's no law against cannibalism in Japan. As long as you acquire that, I'm guessing.
0: So you could like, if someone donated their body when they died, you could eat it?
1: I guess you could. Yeah. Jesus. So still frightening. This is something crazy. Days after his uh, 22nd birthday, the artist underwent elective genital removal surgery, divided up the severed penis, shaft, testicles, and scrotal skin between five people and garnished it with button mushrooms and Italian parsley. That's what I wanted to know. (laughs) That guy literally made people eat his dick.
0: Button mushrooms. Uh, Bold. I would have went with like an asparagus.
1: Wow. This is the spectrum, man. This fits right in the spectrum. No, but Some I mean, that's the,
0: the, the bottom or top of the spectrum, whichever way you want to go.
1: You really think so? I think the bottom think is it, people eating other people's dicks. But do you
0: think things have gotten any weirder? I don't. I think, I think we just now know about it. I, 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 I think gar- the
1: exposure to um, different things has certainly jaded people, and it's certainly reflected in porn. And in f- in porn is where people are naked and, you know, seeking pleasure, right? Well, when you look at porn, you can see a clear change between the way people were before the Internet and the way people are after the Internet. First of all, the porn industry vanished. There's no industry anymore. It's all like free stuff. It's all everything's online. It's free. Like very few people are paying for it, much less. And second of all, it's fucking violent, man. A lot of it is like choking and slapping and gagging and and uh, sh- opening up your eyelids and shooting loads <laughs> into your eyes and shooting loads into the glasses and making you drink them. I tell you, I'm watching. I'm paying for porn your-
2: more than I've ever paid for in my life, well, just because you. of webcams.
1: Well, yeah, but you're a, you're a broken man. But there's just more people. You're crazy. You you pay for webcams? That's what you're doing? Yeah, tipping girls. Oh, okay. So you're like getting on webcam with them. Well,
2: no, no. I Do mean, there's you? you know, like the websites we've talked about before. Oh, right. like, You know, where you just sit there and you know they're talking to you back and forth, and then
1: and that's how you're beating off these days. Hell yeah! Wow, You've been the on best? these
2: things Oh, it's the best for Whoa. for somebody that likes amateur. It's it's completely th- like heaven because now you fall you're, in love with the girls and asking, me, hey, <laughs> no, where are you? No, but it's 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 it's, it's way from? better for anyone that masturbates in porn wise now because now you get to actually talk to the people. It's like being in a strip club, where so they're sitting are, on your but lap. you're talking. You're yeah, you're not. You're, you, you, could, you know, you're you're typing, but uh, uh, on some of them you can you pay for like a private room, but it's right. more like it's like a huge chat room. It's like watching this like on Ustream, where you're just sitting there getting to know the girl. The girl's talking back and forth, and you tip her like twenty tokens, which is like a dollar, and then she's like, "Oh, thank you. Oh, here, here's my tits. Oh, oh what do you want?" That's she, all
1: you have to tip them is a
2: dollar. Dude, what kind of third world fucking are you tuning into? They've changed. <laughs> no, they've changed it to like where it's like a, a token amount, so it's really confusing. So, uh, like, kind of like Xbox. So you might be into it a lot more than you think. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'll (laughs) I'll, I'll put put $20 into my account and it'll last me a month. And it's just like fucking chicks, like hot Normal girls that are, in a lot of these girls get to block the state that they live in, uh-huh. so that no one, their co-workers don't know about it and stuff like that. So these girls are just fucking normal girls that, like, I just got but off. But there's, a, you can screen
1: capture them in video.
2: They don't know that they like all these websites are saying <laughs> they're not <laughs> smart. Girls. They're, yeah. they're, uh, like they're, not, they're like monkeys. Not they're barely <laughs> I mean, humans. All man. these, what, all these girls are saying, because uh, I've actually heard people talk about this before, is like, oh no, they have this protective, you know, technology, so that can't happen. And I'm like, whatever, I do it all the time. Can't so. happen. That's yeah. nonsense. So, what it, how, so these girls are throwing away their lives. How them.
0: far down the rabbit hole have you gone? I mean, do you do I'm you like forty dollars? But I mean, have you talked to them outside of oh, sexual no, 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 things?
1: No no no. no, no, no. Are they like using toys and stuff? Is that what they do? They're, doing?
2: they're, they're like, using toys. That this one girl has a fuck machine that she built for, that <laughs> looks
1: like an Erector Set. Okay. I don't know, she but imagined, it's using it's like, like I think. Imagine was, trying to make that girl come. Yeah. But it's awesome. She'll yeah. sit there and just be like, broken, <laughs> calloused <laughs> vagina. <laughs> just over-stimulated this over stimulated from this fuck machine. She's
0: sitting <laughs> <out of> this <laughs> jackhammer.
2: Yeah. But it, it's, it's great. Like it's the more you inferior. tip, the faster she <laughs> takes she takes it. And you uh, see they're, they're, they're selling these are these are girls like fucking trying to sell some a new thing. So she'll have this fuck machine fucking her really slow. And she's like, uh-huh. Oh. And then the more she gets and tips, the faster she goes. And then it goes to like where she's just getting fucking nailed oh but she God. also just made a thousand dollars you know so <laughs> and it's completely free like all these like you know m- I my predicted all of this when <clears throat> I was a young man did you? no you saw it
0: all yeah. how
3: fucking weird this is how
0: fucking weird is this
3: But you You're know, tipping
0: that's tipping to get the machine that's fucking a woman that's right. in another state <laughs> well, to get fucked harder yeah. it, it sort of backs what up my fuck? point
1: is that things things are different this they are the different this is the
0: starting pistol to the fucking anarchy yeah, this is sure. insane yeah,
1: fuck Rome. Rome, this Rome is, had oh. nothing on us. Yeah,
0: and where where are we going We're in crazier. two years, That's man? Good, where good are we question. going in two years? Is there
1: going to be a two years?
0: Um, I'm what not what that about pessimistic? the Mayans,
1: man. The, Mayans. the Mayan calendar, man.
0: Yeah. Well, whatever. The Mayans didn't predict whatever took them down. So, uh, you know, how good was their calendar? They missed a
1: lot of shit.
0: Maybe their calendar was, uh, yeah, like 12.
1: They actually recently found a new version of the Mayan calendar Ah. that's uh, even older that has everything past December 21st, 2012. It's like, we just saw, I mean, they, they would, like, why keep going? The fuck? They lived thousands of years ago. Was that not ambitious enough that they made a calendar up to 2012? Yeah, like how, Everybody like, assumed, it? this must mean it's the end of the world. They stopped here. Yeah.
0: I don't even put uh, anything three months ahead on my Google calendar. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, expecting the Mayans to fucking
1: block out 2,000 years ahead. December 21st, man. 2012. It's I think it's going to be another Y2K sort of situation. Remember that? Everybody sure. was terrified.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I, I haven't even given it any thought to it at all at all I know
1: you are you are concerned that there is a possibility that we could fuck up the world within the next few years
0: well I do question constantly like you know where are we going as people like. You know where, where? Just where are we going? I mean, I think you know. I know you're a fan of the technology, but a lot of the technology, I think, does help us isolate. You know, people don't communicate. People comment and blog instead of actually use the protocol of conversations, which is like you know, there's boundaries when you're standing next to someone talking. You right. Know? And so and and. Yeah, I do wonder where we're going as people. This over entitled sense of where everywhere you go, you should be connected into the internet and not, you know, you don't have to acknowledge the people that are four feet
1: in front of you. It's weird, man. Well, the idea is that they're mutually exclusive. The idea is that you can't have uh, ethics and morals and be friendly and nice. And be on the internet. I think that's kind of silly. I think what it is is we've removed social cues. We've removed the interaction of the, the one human to another where there's, you have a direct result of the things you say. If you say something negative, you see it in a person's face, you feel it. Right. You don't feel shit when you just rag on people from your snarky blog. Right. You, know, you just write some cunty words down designed to get some sparks And I think we could both, as comics, relate to that. We've all said things that we probably didn't really necessarily mean, but we knew would get a good response. Right, like the
0: guy who just made the Kanye West mom's joke. Yeah, exactly. But but here's the thing. I have to feel the repercussions from that. If he comes after me, I have to apologize, because I, I did step over the line, honestly, when I said that. Right. So... But the anonymous nature of it makes it okay, you know, and and that's that's yes that's that's just a tiny part of it. I mean, really, it is.
1: But I don't think it's necessary. I think uh, I think you can surround yourself with a group of people, even online, if you construct your own. Like I have a message board, and I try the hardest I can to cut all the cunts out. When I, whenever people just start getting really insulting for no reason, or shitty, or just negative, I just I get rid of them. I cut them out. I send them to a, right. a, a, a pink room. I have a room where they, their names are all pink. And this is, now they can only post in this new place called the Cunt Farm. And then, you know, it it just tries as hard as possible. I mean, it's not completely, it's right. not flawless. There's the, the, still a lot of assholes slip through the cracks. But, but I have a
0: friend who's on social media, and, and, and she's in showbiz, I'd say. And uh, people will, will post or tweet something about her. And she'll respond and then they always back down and they go, oh, I I didn't know you really... They're trying to
1: get a rise out of you. Yeah,
0: but it just seems so crazy. Well, because
1: people feel inadequate and they feel like someone is doing something that they can't do or on a television show and they can find... They're not in the, the same situation as that person, but they find a flaw. They find a weakness. They find something and they just lash out. And what they're really lashing out, it's not that... You know her acting is so atrocious; it really drives him nuts to the point where he's got to lash out and attack her. No, it's just he's just uh, he's he hates his own life. Right, right. He hates his own no, life. It, so yeah, he and finds everybody's ex- everybody's
0: saying I exist and stuff, and yeah. and a lot of yeah, I understand all that, but I don't even think that's the the. Uh, the fact that we really are—I um, I don't know where we're going. I mean, really, you know. Uh, and, and you ask yourself, am I part of the problem, or am I? Where am I contributing to it? I mean, I'm not on social media, and I don't think of that as—you
1: were for a while. Were you on Twitter for a while? No, never. No, there was a fake account. There's
0: been fake me's, you know, um, which kicking off the fake me was pretty funny because <laughs> it, it was so it was such a huge hassle where I had to send in my passport saying that I'm me. Giving out my passport information. You know, I mean, that's pretty weird. To Twitter. To Twitter to prove that I'm me. You know, so yeah, and and I, you know, I have said like, why would you say you're me in cyberspace? Because my daughter once came in back when you know MySpace. She was like, "Dad, there's some guy trying to get pussy, saying he's you <laughs> on MySpace." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, well, we got to stop him." You know? <laughs> no, but it really wasn't me. But but yeah, just recently I kicked a guy off Twitter. A couple Twitter things, you know.
1: How come you you have no desire? Um. To use it?
0: Because I really don't give a shit what poet warrior sixty nine thinks of me, and uh the other part of it is is i I already know that it, it's a wormhole I would go down and not come back out, you know like I, I would rather spend my time being creative now as a comedian, I really should be out there so I could plug my dates and all that stuff, but yeah, but I think it's the exposure to be that exposed to people uh doesn't that that I don't like the idea of that, and then also um. It feels like another job, you know, the constantly writing material and posting it and stuff, you know. You don't have
1: to constantly. One of the things that happens is you develop like a little community and they send you cool shit and you can just retweet them. You know, sometimes when I'm running around in the day and I, I don't have time to write anything and put it on Twitter, but I'll ch- occasionally check in and I get these really weird, crazy tweets where people send me some, you know, nutty, fascinating thing and I'll retweet it. And then, you know, they'll, it, it develops like a whole community of people like right. looking out for that stuff stuff and people that like that stuff and every you know and i think it 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 provides a service too it provides a connection you know you're the catalyst and you connect all these hundreds of thousands of people together and you exchange ideas i think that's nothing but good you know the, the the thing about it is trying to make sure that you don't Overuse it. You know, you don't, uh, you could get stuck on Twitter all day just responding to people and <laughs> right. never, never leave your office and never, never leave in front of the computer. You really could. Sure, of course. You got to learn how to walk away at a certain point in time for sure. And, you know, got to learn how to not, not let it be obsessive. But for, as a comedian, it's an amazing tool. It's yeah. Like, you well, still do morning radio and all that kind of shit? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do that if you have a, yeah, You don't have to do it anymore. It's <laughs> that completely, sounds really good. Twitter and podcasts removed really? that. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't do that anymore. Yeah. Wow.
2: Like, we have a show tonight that yeah. Joe put up, uh, started talking about yesterday, and it's almost sold out.
1: Yeah, we just decided to do a show. We said, oh, uh, we're going to do it. By the way, if you want to get it, get tickets now. It's Ari Shafir, Joey Diaz, me,
2: Christina Paziski. Is John Heffron coming? John Heffron's not, but Randy Licky from Bone Zone is.
1: Powerful. It's, it's a serious show, and it's only 15 bucks. And it's at the Ice House Comedy Club, which is one of the oldest clubs, if not the oldest in the country. This place started in 1950. And uh, it's just a, a super cool club filled with su- the, everyone that works here is like really nice. It's like a good vibe place, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just, we oh, love it. doing the podcast like a here too. Here. Yeah, it's like it's such a warm environment. It's like they're cool people, so you, you'll you'll like coming here. And so it's big show tonight. It's at ten o'clock. Anything else, man? So <laughs> no,
0: that's, that's it. Uh, you can get uh, my new movie, uh, God Bless America, on VOD, and uh, all the other movies are on Netflix. Sleeping Dogs Live, World's Greatest Dad. All my movies have like, the last ones are World's Greatest Dad, uh, God Bless America. My, my buddy of mine, uh, Bill DeLaps, like, uh, so is the next one to be I'm With Stupid? <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, t-shirt or a coffee mug series.
1: Is that what you're doing? What you're doing? Hey, am I, it, I might it be subconsciously.
0: No, I, I don't know why. I mean, I, I'm going to probably break it soon and, and make a movie without a three-name title that well, could fit on a t-shirt.
1: If you come back again, I promise you I will see World's Greatest Dad and I will see uh, God Bless America. we will. We'll discuss both of them next time we come back. Cool, man. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it was a lot of fun, man. I Great, really enjoyed successful. it. I appreciate awesome. it very Thanks. much. Thank you, Bobcat Goldthwaite ladies and gentlemen. And thank you to The Fleshlight for sponsoring our lovely podcast. That's it for the week. We gave you three this week, you dirty freaks. Um, yeah. Next week, I don't know who we got. We got some people coming up, though. John Anthony West is June 7th. So uh, that's not next week, right? That's like a couple weeks. Yeah, I don't know who we got next week. I got some people online, though. Maybe we'll get Brad. Uh, Brad Williams. We got a uh, uh, lot, of, lot of fun shit coming up, though, ladies and gentlemen. So thanks to uh, The Fleshlight for sponsoring our podcast. Go to JoeRogan.net. Click on the link for The Fleshlight and enter in the code name ROGAN and save yourself some money. 15% off. Exactly. Also, thank you to Onnit.com. That's O-N-N-I-T. Makers of Alpha Brain, Shroom Tech Sport, Shroom Tech Immune. Well, I shouldn't even list all the supplements because we've got a lot of new shit coming, too, and eventually it's going to be stupid. I'm not a fucking catalog, okay? Onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T. Use the code name Rogan, Save 10% off any and all orders. That's it. The show's over. Ice House tonight. Ice House tonight, yeah. 10 o'clock show. Oh, and if you want, if you get here at 8.30, Joey Diaz has a one-man show. Like, he tells stories in the, the OR, so you could have a, a, a double desk squad evening. Uh, that's at 8.30, right? Is that sold out? Is Joey sold uh, out? Yet? I'm not sure. All right, all right. We love you guys. We'll oh. see you soon. Is hey, that it? Buy my desk. Oh shirt. yeah, go to deskquad.tv. Buy the shirt. Oh, and if you want to see the Ice House Chronicles tonight, I'm going to be on, but a little bit later. Um, go to we. Uh, they're only available on iTunes. If you go to uh, iTunes, subscribe to Desquad and you can get that the Ice House Chronicles at a, it. Discount. <laughs> a discount. Discount for fifteen percent off your mother's cunt. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go cram it. <laughs>